1: That means it's a football Friday on the middle as we await championship Sunday. Uh, going to be two good games, I'm hoping. Can't uh, wait. We're going to talk about both these games today, in addition to uh, some stuff that went down last night apparently at the Wells Fargo Center during that Lakers Sixers game. And uh, we got a little video uh, to help us out with that. We got a bunch of video today. We got uh, we, we forgot to get to a couple things yesterday. Uh, the Ben Roethlisberger, there's a, apparently it's some like homage thing on Instagram that's kind of a cool video. It's hot. Thing yeah, I like that, it. that we should play that today. Mm-hmm. And I also had some video from the head football coach from Temple, Stan Drayton. It's only about six seconds or so, but it got me fired up, and I wanted to play it for you sometime today uh, to see if it has the same effect on you. But we're going to also go through – uh one of my favorite guys in the business is mock draft. And that's Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL. Yes, he's NFL good. Network and nfl.com. Yep. He's one of one of my favorite guys. Move the sticks podcast and stuff is great. And uh, we're going to go through that today. Uh what else we got? We got a little Urban Meyer stuff today cuz apparently he went on a Dan Dockich's podcast and talked about how it went so wrong in Jacksonville? There's some interesting. No, he nug- didn't. Yeah, there's some interesting nuggets there, and uh, you know a little bit on the the matchup between the Rams and the Niners and why the Niners seem to own the Rams. I've I found some really interesting stuff uh, from Pro Football Focus. Uh, there's a guy on there who's really good. I if you if you like this kind of stuff. I think you should follow him on Twitter if you're not already following him. Let me give you his, his full uh, Twitter thing here uh, because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Eric Eager, at PFF underscore Eric. He's like a former math professor, and he's mm-hmm. really good. And they go through this whole thing about five, six or seven minutes long with um, on covers.com where he explains why – the Niners seem to have the Rams number. And it's not just Shanahan versus McVeigh. It's just – it's what they do at the line of scrimmage and how the teams are built. And it was really interesting. What? It's, it's too long – yeah, it's too long to play on the show. Uh, but basically, I thought it was interesting because I, I kind of dig this kind of stuff. And I right. know you do too, Barrett. So I, yeah. figured, I figured we could chew on this for a little while. And there's also going to be something – because apparently Sills, big Sills – I think it might have been on yesterday's show, compared Jalen Hurts to a, yeah. another quarterback in the NFL that I hate. Me too, okay? man. Me too. And I, I, said, I didn't approve of that. I didn't approve well, of that. Oh, message. so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I didn't approve of that mess. Big Sills said Jalen Hurts is Baker Mayfield. Yes.
2: He's and that but got he's got my
1: attention. And he's just a good guy. He's the
2: good guy version of him, as opposed to, you know, I don't I'm not good with that. In fact, in fact, a hey, um <clears throat> Um, Xander, Xander, yeah. I got to get on it, man. I got to tell Big well, seals to get on I, I show. I told him
1: to, to play to play the audio at least.
2: Yeah, but um, tell him I'm, I'm, I got to be on Big Seal's today. So tell Big Seal's. Oh, you're going to be, be
1: on that show.
2: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and hop on, man. Oh no, you're you're this.
1: just you're just inserting yourself onto that yeah, show. Yeah, I'm I'm, okay. I'm I'm making myself a guest. All right. So you're just gonna <laughs> like really just sort of barnstorm the show. I like that, Barry. Yeah,
2: I gotta pick his brain. I gotta see where where that's where that's all coming from.
1: Well, Xander is just asking a question. Should he just get Sills to come on our show right now?
2: Well, I mean, he probably
1: could, yeah. He probably could.
2: Yeah, but I'm still going on his show though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he can come on our show but I still yeah whatever
1: because yeah. I, I mean i didn't hear the audio we, i you know xander was going to pull that up for us uh at some point mm-hmm. but i just saw it when i went onto the jacob media youtube page i saw you know it was like the caption mm-hmm. and it was uh you know from his show saying that jalen hurts is baker mayfield and i'm like wow if that's the case um i don't like that like because i think baker mayfield stinks he does, and I don't think he is a franchise quarterback for any franchise that thinks it's going to win a Super Bowl. I
2: cannot believe that kid was the first pick. He's, he's another one. Of, he's another one of those guys. Like if he was picked later in the first round or second, excuse me, second round, he'd be he'd be a godsend for a team because the expectations wouldn't be there. Here's the here's the audio.
3: Mahomes and Allen have redefined the position. The question mark is can Hurts be one of those players i don't think so i think jalen hurts is baker mayfield wow but with character no disrespect okay baker had a playoff year last year i think he's baker mayfield i think that's his ceiling oh he's not josh allen Wow. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Dak Prescott. Can he compete with Dak? Sure. Then again, I don't think much of Dak. I like (laughs) Dak as a character guy. But do you look at Dak Prescott and go, that's a $42 million. Watch this. Can I get a refund on that $42 million they gave Dak Prescott? Don't you think Jerry Jones is doing the same thing?
1: All right. Now there's some of that. I agree with You know, he's not, I do. He's, he's not going to be any of those guys. Uh, you know, I don't know about the Dak Prescott thing. Cause I don't, I, I don't see. know that Dak is all that special,
2: but nobody's going to be one of those Allen no. guys or, or or Mahomes guys. And that's, right. they, that, you that, can't that's why those that guys seal. were
1: drafted in the upper first round. I mean, there right, was, right, you know, right, right. That's yeah. why
2: they invested in those guys. You know, they right. invest capital, they invest draft. They invested in those guys. They're not, you know, they're not investing the same way that they're investing them. Like Allen, they knew he needed somebody. So they went out, and got him a receiver. They understood he needed a receiver. They mm-hmm. already had a defense there. They needed a quarterback. And they brought in a receiver to get him going in the right direction.
1: Right. You and now if they're starting expanding the running game with running backs, it's going to do nothing but help them.
2: I-da-da. Yeah. I-da-da. yeah. Get them, get them a big time running back. And they'll be, they will be that. It wouldn't even be close. I mean, They'd be the one, two, either one or two in the league, period. If they had a decent running game with a decent running back,
1: yeah, they only started doing that in the last couple weeks of the season. Last single season, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So you can't expect them to think you can't. You can't expect that ceiling to be that high because you don't have the same person. That's not the same person. I mean, Mm -hmm. those these, these, you know, Allen Mahomes are like generational guys why they come like every 10 years you right. know what I'm saying? like a peyton manning and and you know what, what they have with him they only come every every so often brady they only right. come every so often you yeah know, there's only a handful period. of those guys ah, da, da, da. each
1: and every couple of years really so,
2: yeah so you can't you make know. that comparison on them because they've waited their 10 years for their coming you know now not to say that you know what what's the difference between a trent dilfer Definitely won a Super Bowl.
1: Right. He was a game manager. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, there's Brad Johnson.
1: Wrong with it. Brad Johnson was a Brad side. Brad Johnson, exactly,
2: exactly. Now we're going
1: back quite a ways. I mean, who was the last kind of game manager that won a Super Bowl? Was it Capital. Flacco? Uh,
2: in the Super Bowl, yeah. Flacco. Or, or no,
1: Foles, actually. Yeah. It was really Foles. Ah uh,
2: no, uh, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was Foles. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, can yeah, I forget? Yeah. But then Flacco, I I would put kind of in that category too, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Eli Manning. I mean, where would you put him? Same place. Yeah. Exact same place. Right. I mean, if it weren't for that defense, he wouldn't have those rings. No question. I mean, that defense was was really kryptonite to Tom Brady. And I was watching, I was watching, um, I was watching Espen
2: um the other day, and they were trying to make the comparison that um Eli Manning is a up was an upper echelon quarterback. No, he
1: wasn't. He has an upper echelon last name. Yes, that's what. That's what
2: he has. He has a football last name,
1: right? You right. know what I'm saying? Football you, royalty. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> but he's now an adjective. His last name is an adjective that we use in football, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not yeah. like he he performed well. Now I'm not gonna take it away. Those two games, the Super Bowl yeah. games, the playoff games, he performed well. But what about the six or seven seasons in between there? We played horribly. Right. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't discount those.
1: And David Tyree, you know, putting that, hel- that ball on his helmet What yes, might have been man. one of the most incredible plays you'll ever see. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. He got Rodney yeah. trying to rip the ball out of his right. hands and everything. He still held on to it.
1: Now, to know? Eli's credit, he got pummeled a, a half a second after he released that exactly. ball. He hung in there and exactly. delivered it. Uh, but man, what a catch! And then he made the throw to Manningham in the in the other Super Bowl down the sideline, which was yep. a great throw. Yep. Um, and then I think what is that the one where he eventually found Plexico in the corner of the end zone yes, to yes. win it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, um. <laughs> I, I can't
2: believe it, man. I, I really can't believe that, man. I got to be on Seals' show, and I mean, I love to I love to talk to Seals, man. I, I love it, but I can't that- say he's he's that he, that. He said that that's his 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 his,
4: his ceiling. ceiling. Yeah,
2: that's not his ceiling, man. That's I hope
1: not. Close. I yeah. hope not. But uh, I, maybe what is really you know starting or, or sort of starting this whole thing is the fact that both quarterbacks need a running game in order to have a chance for success.
2: Right. Okay.
1: Right. But I mean, Hertz is is a better athlete, isn't he? Better athlete. He's a he's, he's a much better, better runner.
2: Way better runner. Um, their decision I mean, making Mayfield has mobility. Is the same. what's that? Their def- decision making of throwing a rock is the same. Their guy has to be wide open for them to throw it, right? Can they get out of it? I think with some help, um, Hertz will be able to do that. I think he'll out, out, he'll out jump Um. that aspect of his game. He'll, he'll, he'll grow out of that. You know, he'll grow out of just throwing the guys open, start throwing mm-hmm. guys open. I believe in his preparation, understanding offense, and getting to know his coaching staff. He'll get better. Right. See, people aren't taking that into account either. He doesn't really. I mean, those those guys have been together less than a year. It'll be a year. You no, know, what he got hired when? Like a month of in February? Didn't he get hired in February?
1: Uh, you're talking about Nick, Sirianni? Sirianni? Yeah, yeah, I think it was early February. Yeah.
2: So it'll be a year in Fe- in February that he's been around. And he wasn't even around Jalen
1: Hurts. Right. They couldn't really be around each other because of the you know exactly. COVID. So it was all Zoom stuff, I guess.
2: He has to learn the offense. He has to learn what it is that, that they want him to do in that offense. And to tell you the truth, Sirianni didn't even know what the offense was going to be. He didn't figure out that he was going to run the ball until week seven. Right. So you can't really put all that all that on, you know, his his you know on, on Hertz's ability to to get better as a quarterback. He's going to get better as a quarterback because number one his coaching is going to get better, number two his recognition on on who he is and what he is in the system will get better.
1: Yeah, and maybe if he gets another competent wide receiver to complement Devontae Smith. I don't uh, know. That would go a long way to helping. him Look out. At Patrick
2: Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has an embarrassment of riches.
1: Yeah. And, yep. and according to a mock draft I see, uh, that embarrassment of riches is just going to keep getting richer. <laughs> because there's a certain wide receiver, I think from Alabama, that somebody has going to Kansas City. And if that's the case, look out. Well, he'll, I mean, Williams <laughs> is going to drop because he's injured. He, he's got hurt. Yeah. yeah he's injured. He's going to fall right into Andy Reid's lap. That's just how it goes, too, isn't it? <laughs> the rich keeps getting richer. You yes, sir. I mean? Yes, sir. Oh, man. I mean, All right, so so you dispute, and as do I. I hope it's not. I hope he's better than Baker Mayfield because I don't like Baker Mayfield a little bit. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah.
2: Me neither. And I mean, I, 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 it's a hate for him. It's it's not really a hate for him. I just dislike the, the 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 way they put him in, man. You know what? The way they introduced him into the league. Number one pick. He yeah. shouldn't have been a number one pick. All these commercials. Yeah. You know, it it kind of rushed him, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I I think so too. Now, you're not going to say no to the money. Like if, you know, the right. insurance company comes to you and says, "Hey, number 1 overall pick, we'd like to give you a big check to do these stupid ridiculous commercials." Uh, you're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I, you asked me to do them stupid commercials. I'm gonna I I would there. do it. Absolutely. I was singing Nicki Minaj before the show started. I do ridiculous <laughs> things from that from time to time, Barrett, and it's not even for a check, you know?
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: So is singing chun Lee over here.
2: here. chun Lee, and you were rocking it too, bro. Damn right. <laughs> you know I've been on. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I've been on. Oh, man, so great. Um, The stream is saying Jeff Garcia. Do I like Jeff Garcia? I did like Jeff Garcia, and he's one of those guys that his ceiling, he never really reached his ceiling. You know what I mean? He, he never enriched it.
1: Who brought up Jeff Garcia? The stream?
2: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, just looking through it. You know, last oh, tone,
1: because we were talking about quarterbacks. You know, that game managers that won Super Bowls, and Jeff Garcia never, he never played in one. Right. How's that? Exactly. Okay. So no, was just about, brought...
2: I was just talking about quarterbacks in general.
1: You know, oh, okay. You know, I just you.
2: quarterbacks in general. I was, I just made a point that there are quarterbacks that were average that that won Super yeah. Bowls.
1: Um, Well, Jeff Jeff Garcia was one of them gritty guy. I kind of liked, I liked part of, of what he represented. You just knew he wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like he would have needed like all the other aspects of the team to be really good in order to win some. He never, he never even got to a Super Bowl, I don't think. Um, But he had T.O. for a little while out in San Francisco, right. Before he came to, uh before he came to the Eagles he was sort of like a I hate to use this term but a sort of a rocky type figure when he was here yes, in Philadelphia. did Yes, yes <laughs> Did he take that team to the playoffs? That yes, was he uh, did. they won yep. like a couple of the games down the stretch and got to the playoffs, right?
2: And that was when Five was there and didn't Five get hurt and he Five got in.
1: hurt. Yep. Yeah, and he
2: came in and yep. um he played well. That was yeah. right around that time that um that's right around that time that the Eagles were still good. I mean, they were mm-hmm. really good. They were they were going to uh, the playoffs every year.
1: Right. And he's a good dude too, that Jeff Garcia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I work with yeah, him. I work with good...
2: him. He's with NBC. Oh yeah. So is? I work with him all the time. When we uh when we play the 49ers because he's there. He's I'm the same he's the same equivalent to me for mm. NBC in the uh, Bay Area.
1: Okay. Because I know right now he's fighting the good fight against people that don't like Jimmy Garoppolo and think Garoppolo oh, is yeah, good yeah. enough to take the yeah. team to the Super Bowl, which he already has done. He's taken a team to the Super Bowl. Actually, I think if the coach didn't get all turtled up in the late in the game, they could have won that damn. thing.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's another that's another guy, Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G. You know what's 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 the problem with Jimmy G. Leading this team? I mean, he just got him to the playoffs. He's got right. him to the championship game. Is he not good enough? You know what would you rate him as far as I, I think he's the kind
1: of a game manager kind of dude, right? But I mean, I'm sorry. That's what I'm trying to say. He's yeah, like What's average. wrong with
2: that? Exactly. He's average. Now, <clears throat> I think him, I think he and Hertz have the same same arm strength, mm-hmm. um, same abilities. I think Hertz, Hertz is a better athlete. Hertz is a better, a better, athlete. Yeah, is a better athlete. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you can't put that ceiling, you can't cap that ceiling on Hertz because he has that factor, that it factor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey. That it, the intangible, because they love him. But he's also a great athlete, man. He can run the ball, man.
1: Give me and San just, Francisco's front and that linebacker number fifty-four, and yeah, give well, me Debo wait, Samuel, oh, and yeah. we'll go to battle. <laughs>
2: exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing. He's got to get weapons. He's got to get weapons. He get weapons. It's, it's a whole different. He needs at least
1: another one. He needs one at least one more, and a, a veteran guy, a big guy, or. Uh there's a certain guy in a mock draft that I saw that I would be very interested in because his frame is exactly what I think the Eagles need at the position.
2: Oh, you must be I am about-
1: teasing the hell out of this thing, aren't I? You must
2: be talking about USC. We'll get uh-huh. into the- <laughs> it. <don't know. laughs> I've been doing my research. Yes, you have. But look, give me mean, like the stream instead of saying, you know, they love us intangible. Yes, that's what makes a player. The intangibles make a player. But there's nothing wrong with. There was nothing wrong with, you know, saying that Hurts can be a good quarterback. You know, people don't want to say he's a good quarterback. He can be a good quarterback. He just hasn't learned a little bit. He, there's so much he hasn't learned yet. I mean, he's just now getting into a system that works for him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that system. He didn't have a coaching staff that helped him get to that place and, that he needs to be at. So he's going to have an offseason now to go in, and and, and he knows his coaching yeah. staff. He knows the offense. He, you know he's, he's learning the offense. Um, he's going to learn how to read and throw guys open. I mean, that's his biggest thing right now. Mm -hmm. He's got to learn how not necessarily read defenses, but throw guys open. Yeah. And the only way you throw guys open, if you're confident in number one, him being open and running the right routes, but number two, and this is the big one, does he know the offense good enough to get it there because he knows the guy's going to be there? You got to know it like the back of your hand. That's what Brady does. He knows about the back of his hand. Right. Get the ball to where it needs to go.
1: Uh, The thing I I love about um, was a lot of things I love about Brady, but when he (laughs) knows, when he knows, I mean, I don't know how much time you have for me to expand (laughs) on that, but. When he knows that a wide receiver didn't run quite the the route the way he was supposed to run it, he gets in their face and he tells them. Right. <laughs> I just love that. And look, the stream
2: said the same thing. You but, just love that chaos.
1: Yes, I do. I love chaos. <laughs> the stream
2: said earlier on, he just loves chaos.
1: it's <laughs> good, Barrett. I'm telling you. It gets boring around here without chaos. Right, um, right. But, I, I, you know, when do you want to get started with this uh, – what do you want to start with first? You want to go through the uh, championship games, or do you want to go mock draft, or uh, you, you tell me, you direct me as to where to go?
2: Well, you know what, both. I mean, both of those are going to take a, a good bit, a good chunk of our time, man. Because I mean, okay. draft, we can talk the draft forever, right? But you know, and and these these games, you know, we have to break. In fact, we can start off with one game. Which one? Which game you want to start off with first?
1: We might as well start off with the the first one, the Bengals and the Chiefs. No,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. Which is a, a
1: rematch from what week 17, I want to say, yep. 16 or 17. And uh, where the chiefs and, and had a big lead. Yeah. The chiefs had a big lead in that game. I was watching it. Yep. Um, And they ended up, uh, up losing 34, 31. It was week 17 and actually that win clinched the division for the Cincinnati Bengals. Burrow had 446 yards and four touchdown passes in the win. And unbelievable. They the the Cincinnati defense stepped up and held Mahomes to nine of 13 for 50 yards in the second half of that game. How about that? See, when we think of Cincinnati, we don't think about defense at all.
2: Exactly. You don't think right? about it, but they I remember when they when they tied they tied the Eagles. Year before last, mm-hmm. and they had that that defensive front that beat. I mean, they beat the heck out of uh, uh out of uh wins. They were killing wins, mm-hmm. killing them. Yeah, I'm see. I'm looking at the stats now. Mahomes had uh, he was 26 for 35 for 259 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Right, but he had over 200 of that in the first half. Second well, half, they did nothing. Exactly.
2: Tyreek Hill had one catch for two mm. yards. Right. Travis Kelsey, one catch for negative one yards, so <laughs> the mean, chance of that that happens is not. <laughs> that's, no,
1: no, that's no. Not again. I don't think yeah. that happens in Kansas City, especially. No, no, Um, no. You know, sorry, they, that
2: was that was rushing yard. That was rushing yard. Oh, okay, okay. That was rushing yard. Because
1: the noise level in there is unbelievable. It's hard yes. to communicate to your wide receivers in that building if you're the opposition.
2: Bro, I played in there twice. I uh-huh. played in that stadium twice. And that's by far the loudest stadium, open stadium, Mm-hmm. That was in the NFL at the time. It's, I mean, it's you had to,
1: the oldest, too, I believe. It right, dates right. back to like 1971.
2: I mean, that bowl, that cup, it is it is, I mean, you know you're you know you're about to get into it when they're singing the national anthem and the home of the and the entire crowd says,
5: Chiefs, Chiefs.
2: and it rumbles. Yeah, it rumbles. So one time when, when I when I played there. The coach didn't want us to be outside when they sang the National Anthem because of that. So mm-hmm. we were inside the locker room, and it rumbled the locker room. That's how loud it was. Really? It rumbled the locker room.
1: Sort of like when uh, Michael Rubin's helicopter goes right over my house. <laughs> the whole house shakes because it's so low because he he he, he uh, parks the thing like right down the street, right what? along the you river. Live by,
2: you live by Michael Rubin?
1: Well, he has his uh, business over in Conchahokan. One oh, okay. of his businesses, he, like his office is over there and okay. he's got a helipad over there right along the Schuylkill <laughs> river. And for some reason, one of his flight plans when he's coming in from wherever he's going, goes right over the house. And it sounds like you're in Vietnam during the Vietnam war. You remember those, those <laughs> choppers, you know, in the movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I swear to God, the whole house shakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, exactly.
2: But uh, Okay. Um,
1: but Matthew is gonna play in this game. He's practicing all week, so he's gonna play. Oh, is he? Yeah, he left uh, you know, with the concussion last week early right. in that game. Yep, yep. Um, they need him.
2: But honey badge is the truth, man. He I, is. I, I thought they were gonna to try to take advantage of that, but they real they did take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. That's why that kid had so many yards, you know, deep deep plays. He wasn't there. But Travis Kelsey in that game had five catches for twenty five yards.
1: Against Cincinnati in week Cincinnati, seventeen. Yes. Oh, that's Tyree- a hell of a job yeah. against him.
2: That's a great job. Tyree Kill had six catches for 40 yards.
1: Now, if you think about that, combined, they don't get a hundred yards receiving, yet they still uh scored 31 points. Right. <laughs> that's pretty right. scary. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So I mean, I I This is gonna be a tight game, man. The Chiefs had the ball
1: only game. three times in the in the second half. Three possessions. Wow. See now That's Burrow. a great job out of Cincinnati from just, you know, churning up the clock, maintaining the ball. Right. You know?
2: Joe Burrow had uh, – he went uh, 30 for 39, 446 yards, four mm-hmm. touchdowns. Dang.
1: Yeah, there was almost 900 yards of offense in that first game.
2: Jamar Chase, 11 catches. Guess how many yards?
1: Jamar Chase? Yes. Uh, 180. 266. Wow. <laughs> he averaged 24 yards a catch. Wow. He had Three touchdowns. All right. so what does um, Spags do to try to minimize that? You're not going to shut that guy down, but how no. does it, how does he change a coverage to, you know, to sort of, just, let's just keep the guy to hundred yards receiving.
2: You just got to bracket him. That's the only thing you can do is bracket him. Um, it's almost like you have to, it's almost like you drawing it up on when you're out, you know, playing with your boys out in the, you can run zone, mm-hmm. but have somebody chase him and bracket him wherever he goes. We call it matchup zone. If he runs to some part, you, you gotta follow somebody up underneath him over the top of him
1: everywhere not the, he goes. Not the John Cheney matchup zone.
2: It's almost just like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost just like it. But you know, it's it's gonna be hard to do that because they also have another thousand yard receiver in T Higgins. Yeah. You know, and then you also have Tyler Boyd.
1: Boyd. He's no joke either. He's good. He's the truth. Yeah, he's good. So
2: pick your poison.
1: You know, know, uh, Jamar Chase set um, a record for the most regular season receiving yards on go routes. Did he? Yes. 542 yards receiving just on go routes.
2: Bro, a nine route is, is the easiest pass to defend. Because you can bracket that easily. He's going to be outside. You just double team him,
1: mm-hmm. and yet
2: he has over five hundred yards and just go routes.
1: Yep. That means he's
2: outrunning them um, to to the spot, and he's catching contested balls to do it. You know, that's probably right. one of the most contested passes you can you can throw up is a go route. Oh yeah. With so the chemistry he has, yeah. Because you just you know he's just running straight down the field, right? And he just throwing it up to him
1: down the sideline. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: I mean that's that's crazy, man.
1: And both but these teams have the good yards. have good kickers too. That no, McPherson know. guy that they drafted in Cincinnati is very good. And yeah. Harrison Butker is pretty pretty darn good too.
2: Exactly. Exactly. At this point, you have to have a good kicker. Now, the thing that I think is gonna separate the two is uh Cincinnati's ability to run the ball. Mixon, he's gotta be a key factor for him. He has to be he has to be that 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 leveler. In their mm-hmm. offense, you know, keeping them on the field and keeping Mahomes off the field.
1: What did he have in that first matchup, Mixon, on the ground? Russell had
2: 12, 12 carries for forty-six yards. Boy, so it was a good day. Bro.
1: They need more than that.
2: Way more than that. If they can, if they can consistently run him, you know, it, you know that that's just time of possession. That they'll they'll keep him off the field. That'll keep Mahomes off the field. And you, if you watch that game, he was getting anxious um, against Buffalo. He Hmm. was on the sideline, pacing, and he he was—he was—he—he knows what he's capable of doing. He knows what he can do, so he wants to be on the field, you know, all the time. But it's just Joe Mixon; he has to be that—that rock to go out there and and really run the rock successfully. That offensive line—I don't know, man. I mean, that's the—that might might be the sorriest offensive line I've seen in a long time.
1: Cincinnati's, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yes, bro. Um, He was getting killed. Do you know that teams that faced the last team to beat them in the regular season, in other words, like Kansas City, the last team to beat them in the regular season was Cincinnati? Yep. And when those teams match up again in a conference championship scenario, the team that lost first is two and seven in those nine games. So, in other words, it's not that doesn't look good for uh, Kansas City.
2: I wish I'd have known that when I was when I was playing because we beat the hell out of uh, out of Brady and those guys to the Patriots on Halloween. Right,
1: right. I remember, yeah. <laughs> and they came back
2: and tore us a new one.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> oh, beat us to sleep, bro. Yep. We couldn't
2: do anything about it, so we had to like it too.
1: Wow. So I wish I'd have known that. But that, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of a startling number. In nine games. The team that lost the first time lost again seven of the nine times. That's pretty crazy. Wow! I never would have guessed that. Me neither. Me neither. This is gonna um, be a good game. It's gonna be a
2: good weekend, bro. It is great I'm, weekend of football.
1: I know, and and if you know, we got a. I got a little basketball game on Saturday Saturday afternoon. Temple at SMU. Temple's won four straight. Wow. SMU good. That'll be yeah, good, that'll be a good good game. What time is that game on? I think it's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be on one of the ESPN regular channels. You don't have to go to the the plus to get it.
2: All right, I'm in. I'm yeah, in. Yeah,
1: I'll be watching that, and I'll probably watch the Nicki Minaj video a few times. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, I heard I was watching that stupid commercial. It comes on a lot during sports television. The Amazon yep. commercial with the Medusa, yep. and and they they sample this song. I'm like, damn, that sounds like. That either sounds like Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. So I did a little research and found out that it was Chun Li by Nicki Minaj. So then it's I great of course, work by you. I have to, I sent you the video right yep. on on YouTube, and then I go I look up the lyrics. I, I just did, I did a deep dive on Chun Li yesterday afternoon after the show, Barrett. <laughs> while you're working on a car.
2: When she when like...
1: Yeah, it's like, just, yeah. It's a glass of- <laughs> oh man. You because I know you're all up on the commercial, stuff. So.
2: Oh, no question. Love it. Love it. Right, what- I, I was just fascinated by it, so I just kept watching it. <laughs> He's like, uh, he was like, you just respond back. I said you got me all caught up in the commercial.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. We're gonna take a short time out. We'll be back uh with more. We'll look at the uh, the the other championship game, which I think is going to be really interesting too Rams and Niners. We'll get into this Daniel Jeremiah mock draft urban Meyer. Where did it all go wrong? A whole lot of stuff to get to. It's all football uh, on the middle.
6: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want.
8: Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses
1: for free?
7: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
8: As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm. Find out why they say we got this.
9: Field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays on a football Friday, and we did a little breakdown of the uh, Chiefs and the Bengals. Who do you like in that game uh, with the seven points? Uh, Kansas City's favored by seven.
2: Yeah, I, I can't, I can't bet against him, man. I can't bet against. Uh, so you'd
1: lay the seven, is what yeah, you're saying? I, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. I can't bet against Mahomes. Is, I mean, right now he's in his bag, man. He's in his bag, so. I can't. I mean, he's playing at an all star level. So, how can you bet against him? How can you bet against those horses he has on the opposite side of the ball?
1: Well, that's what Baldy says, too. And I agree. It's tough to bet against him, no matter what. You know, if he was in a free throw shooting contest, right? If he was was in a skeet shooting contest that Joey B wants to have between you and I, because he thinks (laughs) I look like I'm going to shoot skeet with this vest on. But anyway, no, it's tough. But I I will say, like, well, I'm going to ask you, what is it like? for a team that was a very emotional win last week for the chiefs. Okay. It was it was a draining emotional loss for Buffalo that they probably still haven't recovered from. Like if they had to play this week, I would definitely go against the bills. After the losing West. in that fashion, but what about winning that game? Does that, I mean it, that was sort of like viewed as the Super Bowl by to a lot of people. You know, they with two best teams, the two best quarterbacks at the time. Now they got to get back up again at home and beat another good quarterback and a team that really doesn't know what it doesn't know yet in Cincinnati because they're they're ahead of schedule. Yes, definitely. You know, right. So what's yeah. that like? Like that's a challenge, I think, for Kansas City too. It is a challenge, but the you know what what is helping them is they've been there
2: before. This is their third uh championship game they played in the last three years. Right. So they have the they have the experience, you know, the experience of being there, an experience of understanding what it takes to get past this game also. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the that's that's what they have that they that the Bengals lack. Yes, they're young, dumb, and they don't know that they're not supposed to be where they are right now. Right, So they're playing at a level in which, all right, I don't care what anybody else is saying or anybody else is doing. But can they get back out of being knocked down? Can they come back, especially to a team with the weapons that they have and understanding of um, where it is they got to go and the, and the way to play, they, you know living up to the way they need to play to get back to where they've already been. That's the biggest thing that Kansas City has over the Bengals right now. The Bengals are a good team, a very good team. And they've come together at the right time. But I just don't think at this point, you know, not being in this type of situation before, it gives the Chiefs an upper hand mm. on how to approach the game. Even though they had a – it was a great game, an emotional win, they know what it takes to get back into, you know, back, get back to business and, right. and, and go forward with it.
1: Well, here's one of one of the things, though. Like, if Cincinnati gets down early, I don't think they blink.
2: Right. Exactly. You know, because
1: they know yep. they've got the they've got the horses to get back in a football game. It's not like, you know, uh, you know, you're going up against the Tennessee Titans like in the AFC championship game and Kansas City gets a three score lead. That game's over. Yep. Yep. Right.
2: So, you know, they'll be on the side, like, all right, don't worry, don't worry, no worries, no worries. Right. We've yeah. we, we got this.
1: Yeah. I mean, Burrow, no worries, Joe Burrow, this. get out a cigar. He'll start, you know, he'll clip the cigar and start puffing <laughs> on that son, of bitch. And he'll be like, no, don't worry about it. We got this. Right. Don't you love him, man? Do, do, do you see what I have out there? Uh,
2: you know, at the wide receiver position? You think yeah. I'm worried about this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't you love me, man? Um, right. <laughs> no, this is actually the fourth straight AFC championship game for Kansas City. Oh, was the fourth? The fourth straight, Barry. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, they lost to the Patriots at home. Mm. Tom Brady. Oh, that's the- right.
2: Because remember they um, uh, those pedals at the end of the game where their yep. defensive end jumped off sides? Correct. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. And
1: then the next year, they got down early to the Tennessee Titans and came back, stormed back, and beat them 35-24 again in Arrowhead. And then last year, they beat the Bills 38-24 right. in Arrowhead. So right. four straight for Big Red again. How about right. that?
2: That's right. I forgot all about that game.
1: Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it was
2: Ford. Ford jumped off sides.
1: Yes, D. Ford. Yep, D. Ford Correct. jumped off sides. Yep. And then I think they got rid of him. Didn't he go to San Francisco that next <laughs> in the off season? I don't think they re-signed him. No, they um, didn't.
2: He, they got him on a they got him on a hound. They put him on a hound. Sent a him hound? out West.
1: <laughs> and and you know, five years ago, can you guess who was in the championship game in the AFC? Uh Steelers? No, that was six years ago.
2: Okay. Oh, five years
1: ago. Patriots Steelers was six years ago. Mm-hmm. 2017 season.
2: Oh, oh, um, <laughs> um, the Patriots. And beat, uh, who did they beat?
1: Who did they beat? Oh, they did, did they? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: How about them Jacksonville Jaguars? That's right. Yes. Think about where it all went, went wrong. That team was in the AFC championship game and actually was Close to beating the Patriots. That was a 24-20 final in Foxborough.
2: And am trying to think of that team. Who was on that team? Hmm.
1: On Jacksonville? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, wasn't Bortles the quarterback?
2: Blake, yep.
1: Uh, let's see what who their weapons were. Um, well, Fournette was on the team.
2: Mercedes Lewis on the team also.
1: Yeah, uh, D.D. Westbrook.
2: D.D. Westbrook, that's right. Yeah, Oklahoma.
1: That's right. He was a rookie for them, I think that season. Yeah. Um,
2: the kid that's in um with the Bears right now, the receiver Robinson. Robinson was one of the receivers also.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean they uh, that defense was was you know, that
1: defense with um wasn't was that reasonable. Miles Jack on that team?
2: Yep. That defense, that defense was unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Baylor was was it,
2: there? Miles Jack. They was had he
1: Dockway uh, there?
2: No, he wasn't there then.
1: No, um, he wasn't.
2: No, but they had, um, they had, um, the guy that we had here last year, year before last What was that defensive lineman's name. He had just left. He had just left the Broncos mm-hmm. and went to Jacksonville and, um,
1: yeah, and Gakway was on that team. Calais Campbell was Calais on that Campbell. team.
2: Campbell. Yep, Calais Campbell.
1: Malik had- Jackson is who you're talking Malik about. Malik Jackson. He was yeah. on the
2: team also. Right. They had a great defensive line. Jalen
1: Ram, team. Jalen Ramsey was, was on that quarter. squad. The other corner was good too. AJ Boye. AJ Boye. Yep. Yes. They had two I'm good corners. A- they had a defense. Man, they yeah, had a good defense. That's a pretty good, that was a pretty good team, man. Doug Marone was the head coach. Yep. Yep. And, that, and then they got Urban Meyer a few years later. And did I, I might as well get into this uh, real quickly here. We won't spend Yeah, what too is much this done. you're talking
2: about, man? With well, he Meyer. was on
1: Dan Dockich's podcast. Dan Dockich uh, was a former basketball coach, and he does games for ESPN, and he does radio out in Indianapolis, sports radio. And he's kind of a controversial, you know, he walks the line in the afternoon drive. But he, I guess he has a podcast, and he gets Urban Meyer on it. And Urban Meyer says, quote, it was the worst experience I've had in my professional lifetime. What really got me, I almost don't want to say people accept it. I mean, you lose a game and you just keep, Uh, I would seriously have self-talk. I went through that whole depression thing too, where I'd stare at the ceiling and think, are we doing everything possible? He says, I really believe we had a roster that was good enough to win games. I just don't think we did a great job. It eats away at your soul. I tried to train myself to say, "Okay, it happens in the NFL." At one point, the Jaguars lost twenty in a row. Think about that, and we lost five in a row at one point. And I remember, I I just couldn't function.
2: <laughs> so you had to go take the top off of. Huh? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's, that's why you got to stay uh, behind and go to your bar in, in Columbus. Oh my he says it's different. You just, just the amount of time that you get with your quarterback, just the amount of time you get with your team, the roster management, how to practice, the amount of reps you get before you go play a game was shockingly low, he says. For example, we'd practice. Uh, you maybe get one or two reps at something. Next thing you know, you're calling it in the game. In college, you never do that. In college, you're going to get at least a dozen opportunities to practice a play before you ask a player to do it in a game. Now, do, oh, do you do you agree with that or? That's that-
2: the, you're a grown man now. You know that's the nature of being in the NFL as opposed to you know being in college. In college, you may have three or four All Americans on your team. Even that, one or two probably All Americans on your team. Right in the NFL, everybody's an All American. So to ask them to do something, right. you don't have to rep it 12 times in order for them to get it. You rep it once or twice and bam, they got it. You right. mean, that's what it is. Now your approach to teaching a guy may be different and and, and, and they may not like it, but you know, you're, you're dealing with the world's best athletes. You weren't, you're dealing with guys that, you know, do this for a living. It's not like they're going to class after right. they leave there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These guys eat, sleep and breathe football. So, What you're asking to do at the NFL level is totally different on how you ask them um, when you do it in uh, college. Totally different. So I mean, that's all an excuse. Ask a guy to do it three times. If you ask, if you run a play once during the week, that player should have it. Yeah. Period. Point. Blank. Just like Philly special. You think they rep that three times? Mm -hmm. They might have dripped that three times over, over seven weeks. Three times over seven weeks. And just have that, you know, back there in the back of their, you know, in their head, all right, we, we might do this play.
1: Right. They give you a uh, playbook.
2: You don't just, you, just, you don't just keep running. No, that's it, not how you do it in the NFL.
1: Uh, this is off of pro football talk. So Florio writes this, and he's right. He goes, in college, Meyer could sweet talk his way to a roster of superior players who transcended scheme. At the NFL level, it's all flattened from a talent standpoint. It's more about f- studying film and crafting strategies and searching and searching for any edge that can provide the wafer-thin difference between winning and losing. I'll That's pretty that. good.
2: It is. He's it right, is right about that. Is. Yeah. You don't have you, – you, I mean, you have that player's destiny in your hands when you're in, in, in college because you can dictate whether he plays or not. Mm-hmm. When, you're a, when you're an NFL player – and you're making more than the coach is, he doesn't have the autonomy to sit a player down. He doesn't have the autonomy to just, you know, all right, we're not going to play this guy. If this guy can help us win, this guy is going to play. And that's the difference between college and the, and, and, and the pros. Right. You got to know what you're talking about. Number one, if you tell a player that's what it is, you better damn well be able to back it up and say this is what it is. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, he couldn't turn those guys and tell them, hey, this will work. No, it's not working now. So, what makes you think it's gonna work then? Don't call that play, man. Don't call that play.
1: <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> get. We got a couple of videos here that we'll we'll do now, between now and then, we'll get into the San Francisco uh, Los Angeles game.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yep. All right, we got a little video. There was a tribute to Ben Roethlisberger. It's about nine minutes. We're not gonna play it all. We're gonna play like the first two minutes of it or so. Uh, but this was on uh, what was this Instagram? I think Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Let's just see the course he announced is a, a retirement. And
3: your quarterback from Miami of Ohio, number seven, Ben Roethlisberger.
4: For a franchise with a long line of legends, Ben Roethlisberger will go down as one of the greatest of all. <laughs> he leaves behind a legacy like few other players in Steelers history.
2: We pick each other up. We play football like we're Steelers, like we are a team. Sir. We're a team
3: on three. One, two, three. Team.
4: He is inarguably one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. He holds every significant single season and career passing record in team history, wow. including completions, passing yards, and touchdown passes. And he did it all with a style. <laughs> and grit that was all his own he was the blue collar quarterback in town that embraces blue collar football his combination of size strength and footwork made him one of the most difficult quarterbacks ever to bring down yet beyond all the numbers beyond all the improbable escapes roethlisberger's most impressive quality was an innate ability to win. Oh, Down doesn't matter. Getting to the goal line does. He throws it for the near sideline. He's it's caught in the end zone. The Pittsburgh
1: Steelers. All right, that's about it. You the get the idea. That's the really crowd. cool. I want to watch the whole thing. Me too. <laughs> we, we don't. We don't. We can't play all of it, but I appreciate Xander finding that and, and putting that up there. That was really cool. And it's kind of cool when a city gets a quarterback that's just perfect for the style of football that they love. You know, it's like the kid in Buffalo right now. He's perfect Blue-nosed, for yep. them.
2: Blue nose hard worker. Yeah. Um, you know, blue blue-collar guy. You know, and and mm-hmm. and Ben didn't start out that way, but he eventually became the quarterback that the Steelers needed in that organization. Mm-hmm. He started out very rough around the edges, doing a lot of stupid stuff. But then he, he calmed down got leveled out and uh, became, you know, one of the best passers to play the game, man. I mean, yeah. say what you want to say. He's a he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, no doubt. No now, question.
1: was he better than Bradshaw? I know it's hard yes. to compare errors. Bradshaw was pretty darn good, too. now yeah, he He didn't throw it 40 times back then. Exactly. Uh, um, But <laughs> – I mean, And that's the had, difference. He had two great wide receivers, too, there for practically his whole Small career. in the Star Wars, yep. yeah. Yeah. I
2: think it's more so I, – I think Ben is better. And the only reason I say Ben is better is because I played with Ben.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I know what Ben is. I know what he was. Um, one thing about Ben, talking about a hard-nosed kid. Right. <sighs> Bruh. I mean, it took everything – there was times, you know what I'm saying, he was held together with duct tape. He shouldn't have right. even played the game, and he played the game. Yeah. You know, he might have a couple fingers broke on, the, on his throwing hand, he'd still play the game, you wouldn't even know it.
1: Yeah, he's tough. He tough, was a hard
2: nosed, tough player that, that you know, basically you look to the to um to to you know just lead the team. He was definitely gonna lead the team on the field, he was gonna lead that team,
1: man. right? Now, do you remember the motorcycle accident because Tone yes. is referencing it? When was it? I think that was in 06, I want to say
2: it was in 05.
1: Oh, 05. okay, yeah, yeah. I was
2: on the team, and in fact. The day before, um, me, me and a couple other guys and a couple coaches went riding um uh, at, you know, I, I ride Harley's and stuff too. I right. got a custom chopper. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we, we we went out riding those. And this um motorcycle um the Suzuki dealership had given him a just give it, gave it to him. And it wasn't even registered or anything. And it wasn't even his fault, man. He's 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 in the middle lane going straight. Mm-hmm. And there's a car that's on the right in the right lane
1: mm-hmm.
2: and decides that she wants to go and make a left.
1: Huh. From the right from, from the right lane. He's <laughs>
2: in the middle lane. Right. Going straight. And there's a divider in between not a divider, but like you know, the stripes in between them,
6: mm-hmm. solid
2: stripes. It's the two lanes on one side, two lanes on the other side. He's in the middle lane. She's in the right-hand lane. She decides she wants to go left and just pulls out and goes left right in front of him. And he's right. on a, a Hayabusa. And people don't understand how how bad off he was, man. Like, his whole face, they had to, you know, attach his whole face back to his um skull.
1: Was he not wearing a helmet?
2: I I don't know. No. I don't know. I, I, I can't.
1: But I mean, Back it, 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 in it, the it, day, they'd call those motorcycles rice rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But he... he <laughs> He didn't have to. It's not against the law in Pennsylvania to not wear a helmet. He I, I, at the time,
1: it. it I think it wasn't. I think No, I, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, right. Because, I mean, I remember because I had mine in the late 90s, my Harley. Yep. And you still had to wear a helmet in Pennsylvania, I think, back then. But I had one of those, like, illegitimate helmets, you know, just like the little, little caps. And then he'd put the fake DOT sticker on the thing. Barrett. Now, what happened to him? Where the hell he go? No, not not Mertitis's, uh Jeru Red Rocket ninety one LSEC. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, just there. What happened? I don't know. I was
2: I was clicking something on the show. God damn it! I was trying to go on the stream. Clicking Stop something. clicking. I was going to private chat and clicking because I saw stuff. You know, in the private chat.
1: Was oh okay.
2: I was trying to click back and forth. Now there's nothing on private chats.
1: Yeah. Oh no! I, no. I, no, there's nothing on there that we need right now. Let's no. play the other video. Got this video from uh, the Temple football Instagram. This is just a couple of seconds, and it's Coach Stan Drayton with the team in the indoor facility, and it just got me fired up. Temple,
3: Temple, What you gonna do? No.
1: That's it. That's Woo-hoo! it. How, how was that? Barrett. He fired up.
2: Can you imagine going out for a game like that? Come on, man. You need Dude, that, tell you, man. I like you this that.
1: guy so far. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's recruiting his ass off. Um, you know, they got Kurt Warner's kid. Oh, did they? He signed. Yeah. He's, he's out of out too, right? of Arizona. He's a quarterback. He's a little undersized. He's about six foot and he's, he's 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 he needs to get in the weight room too. Um, but people were asking me about it, you know. It'd be good to have Kurt around the program. You know, he'll yeah. probably be here a couple of times. And, you know, I think uh, that could be a positive. If the kid is as accurate as his dad was and gets in the weight room, it could be a nice little pickup.
2: I hope so. But you know? I, just, I also heard of the, the, the teams that are over-recruiting him. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, uh, there, was,
1: there wasn't a lot of big names. Yeah, uh, after yeah. the, Connecticut. You know, Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Uh,
2: Georgia Southern or something like that, some Georgia team. Yeah, and I think
1: maybe some Mac schools might yeah, have been after them yeah, or something yeah. like still, that. But still, though, yeah.
2: you never know. You never but know. But those
1: are the kind of players that Temple gets. And what they what they did, at least during the rule years, is they'd get these two-star, maybe three-star guys and coach them up.
2: That's all and you need to do. in three or
1: four years, these guys are, are getting looked at by the pros. That's a, well, that, that was what they did.
2: That's what that's what Snyder did at Kansas State. Right. Go get a kid from St. Louis and just coach him up. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, that's how you when you don't get those five star recruits.
1: Right. You got to make your
2: three star recruits five star recruits. Correct. And, you know, I mean, it's definitely possible. Definitely possible.
1: So I I see I see him as
2: that. I hope this isn't a transition guy. That's all I'm saying. I hope he's not a transition.
1: No, uh, the coach you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I, I hope not too i hope he stays there a couple years right. and has success but you know you talk about hassan reddick hassan yeah. reddick was not a highly recruited no, player exactly. out of high school he was undersized and really not noticed on on the broad spectrum of you know from the big programs and he goes to temple and becomes a first round draft pick exactly you know
2: exactly so, um dawson was the name uh dominique dawson or, or the tackle from 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 um yeah, he's his with his Buffalo. Left tackle, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's with Buffalo, yeah.
2: Same thing.
1: Yeah. They, I they, think he was a – was he a second-round pick?
2: His second round pick he's a second-round pick, but he's a pro bowler this year. Right, right. He made the pro bowl this year. You know, yeah. he 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 did it the hard way. Did it the Ma- hard way.
1: Muhammad Wilkerson was a first-round pick way yeah, back. Exactly. You Muhammad know? Wilkerson. Yeah, with the Jets.
2: Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of guys that come out of Temple that play. Look at Rock Rakasin.
1: Well, he was there for one year. He came yeah. from Presbyterian yep. and was a graduate student, you know, graduate player, transferring, played there one year to you know to get himself in the pros, and he did. And now he's starting for the Colts.
2: Yeah, I mean, so. about, he came in and, and in the off became a, um, a a single digit guy. Mm-hmm.
1: So you know he's a baller, right? Yeah, and Ash points out, uh, Mister Warner's dad wasn't highly recruited either. He went to Northern Iowa. He wasn't recruited. <laughs> right. He was playing arena football. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
2: gets an opportunity with yeah. Green, Trent Green.
1: Get, Got hurt. Gets knocked
2: out. Get hurt. Right. Gets knocked out. And here he is. Now he's a gold jacket holder. Hall That's of Famer.
1: Really inc- uh, incredible story. That's why they made a movie out of it. Now, the movie looked terrible. <laughs> I, I didn't want it. <laughs> Did you see it by any chance? No. It I came I, I, thought out. The,
2: I thought the same thing. I'm like. Wow, yeah. Uh, I hate to do it to you. Just yeah. to, this is this this might be worse than the Blind Side.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the Blind Side.
2: I, I liked it too, but because I knew the guy, right, and he was nothing like the movie portrayed him to be. Oh nothing no, nothing like him. No, 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 no. He wasn't nothing like that, man. They had him. They had him portrayed as being dumb, and he's the farthest thing from it. He's very calculated, uh-huh. um, smart. Smart kid, too, man. You know, they got, they had him playing like he was, you know, like he was just super unintelligent. What, you know, I, know, just I know they, made, they made
1: him out to look really, like, timid kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like
2: he was just soft.
1: Yeah. Sandra Bullock was about. in that. Sandra yep. Bullock was in that. She She played the mom, right? Yep, yep, yep. And Tug McGraw's kid was in there, the singer, yep. the country singer. <laughs> yeah. That actually wasn't a bad flick.
2: It wasn't a bad flick, man. Right. I just knew him though, so I knew it wasn't an accurate portrayal of who he is because there's nothing soft about him, number one. There's nothing dumb about him, number two. Very calculated. Very was it aggressive. Michael
1: Orr? Is Michael that how you, Orr. Yeah. O h e r, but it was Orr. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He played at Ole Miss, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: It was good too. He was very good.
1: He was. All right, let's take a quick timeout. we got to get into the San Francisco uh, game against the Rams, and then we get into uh, Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft on the other side.
6: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't.
7: Holy shit.
1: And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
7: That's right, one free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
8: As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
9: of life first trust bank is there for you Seven,
2: three. One, two, three. because
9: philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: all right welcome back hour number two of the middle on a football Friday championship Sunday looking forward to it uh, but I, I got to uh, go to Twitter here because the Jacob Media Twitter feed put up a, um, uh, a tweet with your quote talking about Jalen Hurts being compared to Baker Mayfield by Cilio mm-hmm. and they put it up there with a picture of Hurts and it says there's nothing wrong with saying Jalen Hurts can be a good quarterback. He just has to learn. Barrett Brooks on Jacob Media. And Cilio, I think, fired back. He says, I would say this. Is the Eagles owner and Howie Roseman going to be patient? No way, in all caps. (laughs)
2: And you know what? I can't fire back uh, anything, but I don't know. (laughs) Right. Are they going to be uh, patient right. with him? No, Probably they're not, not going to be patient. I mean, they they had that type of quarterback, and they weren't patient with him. Mm-hmm. So what <laughs> makes you think he's going to be patient with 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 Hurts? I think the only way Hurts is still a quarterback in two years from now is if he has a he has a year like five had. Mm-hmm. His third year, five came out you know like a like a like a you know a a, a, a lion. You know what I mean? He came out balling. Is that and the year
1: they got to the NFC Championship? I think game so. against The Rams. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: whatever year that was, I think it, it was, was third or fourth, one of the two. I think it was third. The third.
1: I think it was the third, third year. That, yeah,
2: he's got to come out like that in order for them to be patient with him. Hmm. And I can almost guarantee that if he doesn't, they're going to be. It's going to be a new quarterback. Hmm. Is it fair? No. Usually, as a quarterback, you at least get three years to show who you are and what you can do. He's not going to get that opportunity. He has to be good right now. And and you best believe he understands that. Mm-hmm. He knows that. He's not going to get the same opportunity. Like Cap Kaepernick, he didn't really have that. He, he took advantage of the opportunity he had and came out and, and, and ran that offense to perfection. He's got, you know, Hurts has to do the same thing. He has to come out with a dominant year. He has to.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
2: Next man on the list.
1: They, right.
2: they want they want a Brady s type of quarterback, <laughs> and in order for you to change their mind and make them go in a different direction, you gotta be um, you gotta be unstoppable.
1: The funny thing about the Brady thing, though, is I don't even know if they knew what they had when they took him out of Michigan. They certainly no. didn't know what they had. No. And even then, when they when he had to take over for Bledsoe in the injury, you know, it, it, at some point, a couple of weeks into it. Belichick realized I'm sticking with this dude, but I don't even know. You know, there's no way that you could have thought like he was going to become an all time great even then.
2: That's once and there's once yeah. every ten years you get a quarterback like that, man. Crazy, you know. I mean, it it, it come in like they come in cycles of ten. Mm-hmm. You might have two or three guys come out cycles of ten that have those type of um careers, man. And and Brady, um, it was like what Montana before that and Marino before that you just don't have guys like that to just fall out of trees. Right. So, you know, I mean, but you can get a bunch of fives and Dak Prescotts and and, and Brad Johnsons and Trent Dilfers that can, you know, be very feasible also. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. what do you what are you asking from 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 Hurts? You want Hurts to be the next what? The next Randall Cunningham? You want Hurts to be the next Mike Vick, or or Donovan McNabb, or do you want you know Hurst to be the next Trent Dilfer, or or you know like we said Garcia, or mm-hmm. that type of the guy can come in and manage the game and win, not hurt your hurt your team, can keep your 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 offense on the field.
1: Right. Give me a couple of big third down throws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not runs, but throws. Right. Give me a couple big throws. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into the Rams and the Niners. When I was uh, watching the thing on covers today, it was interesting because they said that it's a bad matchup for the Rams because of what San Francisco does with their motions, yep. pre-snap motions on offense. And, you know, this, the the Shanahan offense is full of, of uh, what do they call it? For Who's your eye I, I can't what do they oh, call it? Oh, yeah,
2: that? yeah, yeah. Misdirection.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 just to distract your Illusion. eyes and yeah. Yeah. And the Rams apparently their defense is in the same coverage at the pre-snap that they end up running during the play fifty-five percent of the time. In other words, they move a lot late too. Yep. In other yep. words, where their, you know, their safeties or whatever will be. Here they are at, you know, when uh, Garoppolo comes to the line of scrimmage. But by Chris the ben time Reed. he snaps the ball, they're in a different coverage 45% of the time. Yep. Which is very high, according to other teams in the NFL. Exactly. Like, late in motion. But he said that San Francisco countered, like, that works against most other teams. Like, it'll work against the Chiefs. It'll work against the Bengals. They it'll line up where they are.
2: Yeah. they line up where they are.
1: But with San Francisco, with how much they move on offense, it counteracts that. And it's a really bad matchup for them. For that, That's one of the reasons. And also, the Rams have the fewest players in the box on early downs of any team in the NFL. So against San Francisco, that's bad because they've run the hell out of the football.
2: I don't know. yep.
1: And the Rams, kind of their defense is built to play the passing teams. But that's it's why. not built to play a team like the Eagles, or you know what the Eagles became over the last half of the year, and the Niners, which is a run-heavy approach. Well, there. Think defense, about that.
2: That's you're absolutely right. All all fronts. You know, you 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 have a team like this. Your pre-snap read. The reason why they played well against Tom Terrific is because their pre-snap read didn't give Brady what they were, and they on a the snap of the ball they ran to where they are. Perfect example. When I played for the Steelers, we had guys that could do that. Troy Polamalu could line up on the line of scrimmage, but at the snap of the ball, a good enough athlete to to get out to deep thirds where his responsibility was mm-hmm. to totally throw the quarterback off of what his read should be. He'd be back in deep third where he was where he's supposed to be at before the snap of the ball, and they could run the defense because he was that good. The Rams' defense is kind of the same way because they put Jalen. Uh, Ramsey, he may line up elsewhere and end up being man to man against a receiver. But what if you have a guy that Jalen Ramsey is about to cover man to man like Debo Samuels,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and all of a sudden he goes into motion? Now he has to get off of what he was going to do, right? And go cover his responsibility.
1: And maybe then, might... and maybe then Debo goes out, comes out of the backfield kind of as a running back into, a, into the pass pattern, and Ramsey can't get to him.
2: Because he has all the jumbled up and everything that he has run through to get to him. By the the time he gets to him, he's handed the ball off to him, and it's a run play, and he's caught up in the wash. All those (laughs) things work and are counterintuitive to what this Rams defense wants to do. Another thing is that Rams defense is built to rush the passer. Big Trent Williams and those guys up front want to run the ball against them. Mm -hmm. So when you have guys that are, you know, they're – they're basically just small, small defensive ends are actually linebackers like, you know, Leonard Leonard Floyd. He's a defensive end, but a linebacker and on third down on, on, on second and 10, he's going to line up at the defensive end position. Then you have, you know, looking at the other side of the ball, you see um, Vaughn Miller. Vaughn right. Miller is an undersized defensive lineman. Now you ask him to go up against Trent Williams. Man to man. Run blocking. He's gonna lose. The laws, you know, the laws of physics just weren't working for him. You know, you got Trent Williams, right. 320 pounds against Von Miller, maybe 260, 265, 270. You mean that's you know, gravity just gonna take over. He's just gonna be out muscled and 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 he's just a bigger mass of guy than than um than Miller is. So they're run bocking. Hmm. But if they can get San Fran in passing situations, make him one dimensional, stop the run, but make him one-dimensional passing that's when they're going to be better against that team. If they can make them one-dimensional, make a pass the ball. See, if 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 the Rams can get up early and make them a passing team, they can pass rush them all day. Right. Now those bigger guys that are on the offensive line have to pass block against these smaller, quicker guys. Now the ball bounces more in the Rams' favor. So it's all about situational football. It's all predicated. If the Rams get up early on them, it'll be a long day for San Fran and San Fran will lose this game. Right. If they get up on them 10, 12 points – then it's, it'll probably be over after that because now De San Fran is going to ask Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the rock. Right. And if he's not going to his tight end or Debo Samuels, he's hard-pressed to do anything else with the ball.
1: In, the, in their first matchup this year, San Francisco whipped them in San Fran 31-10. Uh, Stafford had two interceptions in that game. And the second one, that was the one where the Rams got up 17-3 to three at half. Right and choked it away in the second half, and he went to overtime, and the Niners won on a field goal.
2: Well, <laughs> that totally contradicts what I just said, but yeah, isn't it I mean, amazing? But but I mean, Garoppolo had the game of his life, the game of his life. Uh, then they, I mean, a- that their defense totally shut down, um, shut down the the Rams' offense. But Garoppolo had the game of his life. He was he had two picks though in that game. Early in the game,
1: Garoppolo had two picks, and then uh, Stafford also threw two picks. So he's thrown four interceptions this year against the Niners. Stafford,
2: wow. this is going to be a clash of the Titans, man.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward clash to
2: of it. The titans, get your popcorn ready.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get your I, popcorn. I, you know, I know he he hasn't won anything yet, but I I kind of like that scheme that Shanahan runs.
2: Defense or offense? Offense. Offense they the all the moving parts. I like it. Yeah, because it's hard to defend. Yeah. Because it makes it almost makes you go zone hmm. against them. Because if you're man, you got all these guys moving around. That's how you get picked and you run into people and all that type of you know, garbage.
1: Right. Right. So it almost
2: forces you to go um zone and if you go do anything, run a matchup zone.
1: Well, I wanna see because Odell Beckham has been a monster for the Rams um since he cuz he didn't obviously play in the first matchup um
2: hold on one second man this is this this pet boys
1: what do you got pet boys Manny yeah, Mo man. and Jack are calling you
2: yeah Manny Mo and Jack <laughs> the shop
1: was a hurricane. hello hey hey
2: Mr. Brooks how's it going today it's
3: going. it's going good it's fine over at
2: over at pet boys yep yep all right, two things
3: to discuss with you. All right, the front struts are done; they were they were perfect. All right. The the rear shocks, the oh. right side's on. Uh huh. The left side, you got one seized bolt. Okay. Uh huh. We're gonna do. I'm just letting you know. We're gonna do our
2: best to air chisel it off. Yes. With air chisel it out properly. Hmm. What if the bolt breaks? I got to pull the control arm down and re put a bolt in. Okay, that's fine. All right? Yep.
3: Last thing is the filler neck you got
2: me is not right. Okay. Is this your cell phone? Yes.
3: I'm going to send you a video of what's wrong with it. So that way you can try and, and figure it out. All right. I'm, I'm going to send you over a video right now from my cell phone. And you'll see what's going on. It's perfect up top, but it's bent all weird at the bottom. Okay. It, fit well, it, it, into the, it won't
2: fit into the tank. Okay. All right. Well, you so know I'm what? i send you the video right now. Well, don't worry about it. Is, is, is that filler neck broke? Is the I one that's on one it? Is the the filler neck? Yeah, the one that I have on it right now, is it is it I just can't use it? I mean is it usable?
3: No, that's what we told you it does need to be replaced. it uh-huh. it does need to But, like if you're checking out like it's not on, it might be fine. Okay. But like but like for
2: now we're, we're putting the old one back on. All right, thanks, thanks man. All that's right? cool. Yep. You got it dude.
1: Thank you. <laughs> he gave it he gave you a you got it, dude. How about that, <laughs> but hold on. Now, <laughs> now was that Manny, Mo, or Jack? Which one was it? <laughs> that
2: was Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve. But look, man. You know, it's funny, man. When they, when people know you can work on cars, yeah, I can. I can see how people when you know you they go can't Pepp-
1: bullshit you, right? So right. you see how
2: he's explaining stuff like, yeah, this sure. is what it is, and they're explaining it because they know I know what I'm talking about. They know I know what, um, that I can do the stuff myself. So that's why he talked to me like that. Cause I I told I said the only reason I'm not doing this is because it's cold as hell outside. That's the only reason why.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, is it
2: snowing where you are? No, it's no snow at all, bro. I got yeah. snow. Well, see, we, we don't we're not supposed to get snow until like from seven to seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Well, yeah, we're getting it now. And we've been getting it in since is the it morning. still snowing now? It was last I looked. Um, and according to this. It's supposed to snow until two o'clock and then stop and then pick up again in the evening around six or seven o'clock.
2: Well, that's when we get ours, too. And that's
1: going to carry through to the next morning. So. Wow. Yeah. But next week, Barrett.
2: Yo, these these parts are almost the same
8: looking, man.
1: uh, Oh, he sent you the video already. Forty two degrees on Tuesday. Forty five on Wednesday. Wednesday. Fifty four on Thursday, and fifty one on Friday. How About uh, that,
2: know, we might need to we might need to go ahead and go go uh, golfing, man.
1: Well, this snow is going to have to be melted off Tuesday. That'll probably disappear Tuesday.
2: Well, you know, usually is it's, it as the snow it's been snowing the last couple times of snow we've had snow here, it's all melted like the next day. Either rain, pretty much, and,
1: yeah. But it, it was, won't tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be twenty seven degrees. <laughs> or no, actually, 30 degrees on Saturday and then 27 on Sunday.
2: Well, I'm not going anywhere, anyways, bro.
1: No, I'm not either.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch. Uh, we'll try to watch this Temple game you, you just told me about
1: against
4: SNU? Uh,
2: yeah, but I'm gonna be locked in on on Sunday, locked all the way in. In fact, I'm uh while I'm down in the basement in my um in my in my um watching the game. Yeah, I'm gonna take all my sneakers out. Now, I, I, I promise, you, I got I might have. Shoes probably have 200 250 pair of shoes. What, yes, sneakers, yes. yes. Well, are I mean, the, some of them are they, old. Oh, old, old, you've
1: old, used, old. you've worn these, right? No, no, like, oh, I you have, haven't.
2: I have, I have like 12 pair of Jordans that I ordered when I was playing.
1: Wow, you need to put them on eBay, man.
2: I, I love them so much, I don't even wear them. What do you love about
1: them? They're, they're not doing anything they're but old taking up Jordans. space.
2: I know they're old Jordans and. I mean, I well, have the old... old some old fool
1: one. will pay you good money for those things. Great money. <laughs> You're absolutely this.
2: right, man. Oh like, I have, I, have the, I have the Jordans, you know, and they have the the, the plastic. On. The plastic's so old they, they had never been worn, but mm-hmm. it's turning yellow. Because it's so old.
1: The What, the, the, the shoe is turning yellow? Yeah,
2: the, the, the plastic, the, oh. the part of the, on the side of the shoe is plastic. Yeah. On the Jordans, and it's yeah. turned yellow. It's so old.
1: Well, that's no good. They're
2: vintage. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it, man, but they're vintage. Wow. Vintage. I, don't know, I love that.
1: John Dickerson is saying you bought Warren Sapp's collection.
2: <laughs> you know he had to sell all those. Oh, he did? Oh, he the bankruptcy.
1: Oh, because he was in yeah financial trouble. He got divorced, probably. <laughs> she probably cleaned him out. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what happens. Like when I see a former athlete all of a sudden appearing like somewhere, like he had been silent for years and all of a sudden there he is in the media. I'm like, divorce. (laughs) He got divorced. (laughs) Like, like Strahan has like eight jobs because he got divorced. (laughs) Oh,
2: my goodness. Straight, ahead. oh man, you know yeah. I was up there during that time, man. Right. I was like up it, there that time. Like
1: Aton's be- probably just preparing to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got like 15 jobs. <laughs> Putting no, it he all just away. Man,
2: I don't, I don't <laughs> know, man. That's my dude, man. Aton, you want to work? Yeah, I work.
1: Yeah. You want to? I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> can you do? Yes, I can. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's get into. um well, first of all, I need your 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 pick on the Rams Niners game. You said that the uh you don't go against Mahomes with the Chiefs. What about I, the other one?
2: I you know what? I just see too many weapons on this um on this Rams team. hmm Uh I, I, I think, you know, defensively, the stars will, will, will come through. You're gonna have a huge game out of Leonard Floyd, huge game out of Von Miller. You know Aaron Donald's gonna do his thing. Yeah. And I think you know, with the way those guys are going to be playing, it, it'll be it'll be a great game. But I just think they have too much for them. They're going to change it up for them a little bit. They run a three-four type of defense, but I think they'll go to four down with uh, Fournette and Miller on the outside, then mm-hmm. Donald and uh, either Robinson or Gaines at the uh, three technique. And I think that's how they're going to they're going to beat them up.
1: Wow. Six straight. The Niners have had their number. Six in a row, Barrett. And say same
2: thing they said, you know, with Green Bay. The Niners had Green Bay.
1: Yeah, want to beat Green Bay.
2: I think yep. this is the turning point. This is the turning point. So I'm going. And you know, and and my picks from last week were horrible. Yeah, they were well,
1: Last week was a tough week, man.
2: <laughs> I, I yeah. went. I went one for three.
1: Yeah, me too. I think. I think I went one for four. One and three. I think.
2: I was, but I was horrible, man.
1: Yeah. Um, that last week was a bad week for Jalen Hurts too.
2: <laughs> Why you say that?
1: Well, it just was because you know, because all the fans that watched, oh, yeah, like, yeah. they just saw, you know, like quarterbacking, and it's like, man, we have we're nowhere close to that.
2: It almost, you know, it, it, during the whole time, the whole weekend, the only thing I was thinking was, damn, that really put Jalen Hurts in a bad position. Yeah. With management.
1: Mm-hmm. That crushed
2: him with management. Yeah,
1: because you know how he was sitting there watching that game. <laughs> oh, he probably had his binoculars on on the couch. You know what I mean?
5: And he had
2: those three draft picks in, yeah. his, in, yeah. his, in his, <laughs> his pocket, burning him. Exactly You're right. He burning a hole in yeah. his pocket like, oh, can't wait for yeah. this all season.
1: And that's the thing, too, with this whole Brandon Brooks thing that has, you know, has got me thinking that, you know, this draft might not be as great as we think it is. Like, we're all fired up for these three picks, or maybe they, you know, even trade a pick for next year's first round to maybe be able to get a quarterback like C.J. Stroud or something like that. But now with this Brandon Brooks situation, I think they're going to end up using one of these first-round picks on an offensive lineman.
2: Oh, it's all but certain. You think? It's all but certain, man. You. Because Brandon Brooks is leaving, and we still don't know what Kelsey's gonna do, mm-hmm. they're gonna prepare for that. So in preparing for that, they're gonna go out and get them an offensive lineman, um, pretty high too. It might be their first pick in the draft. No, it will be it'll be their second pick in the draft. I think first they're gonna go with a pass rusher. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the number one pass rusher at that time on the list, they're going to probably go for it. I don't think they're going to trade up or down or anything, but there'll be plenty of guys like Koloftis and all those guys. Koloftis, right yeah. yeah. Be, you know, for, he'll be right around that area. Um, uh, Ajobo will probably be around that area also to get from Michigan. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I think they'll stay there and get a pass rusher. They need a pass rusher in the worst story, and they know this. Um, even with BG coming back, they need somebody that's going to take the place of uh, Derek Barnett. So they'll get the first guy to be the defensive end. I think the well, second pick will be an offensive lineman. Although I want a linebacker right. in the worst way, just from knowing their history.
4: they're
1: yeah. going to
2: go with they're going to go with an offensive lineman.
1: Well, yeah, you say you know because of the loss of Derek Barnett. You know Brandon Graham is no spring chicken either, and he's coming off an injury. You know what so happened? They definitely have to get one of those guys.
2: Once, the, once, once you start getting injuries as an older player, mm-hmm. it only gets worse.
1: Right? Yeah, a only lot of times. Gets worse. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, look what happened with with the bodyguard. You know, Jason Peters Jason got hurt. Peters, yeah, kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt. Yeah, um, he just didn't know how to stop. At least Brandon Brooks said, you know, I'm not going through this. He's going to stop now. It is tough, man. You know, once you've been doing this your entire life, making that transition. This, yeah. this man is, is very tough.
1: That rehab from injuries like that is just that gets old, man. That's tough, yeah. you know. It's um, very tough. before we get into the mock draft, uh, one last thing on the Rams game. Did you know that uh, early in the week, the Rams put in a policy that for ticket sales, you had to be in the greater Los Angeles era area to buy tickets? What? Yeah, they, they would do it via your credit card, like you know what you had to have a credit card, you know, uh, address in the greater Los Angeles area or they wouldn't sell you the tickets.
2: Oh, because that's to keep all of the, the Bay Area because people from the Niners down.
1: the Niner fans invaded that place on week eighteen. Yeah, and it was almost like a home game for the Niners. So yeah. they want to prevent prevent that, but apparently they lifted the restriction. Because the game sold out so fast. Mm. Credit what? card billing address at checkout had to be in the greater Los Angeles <sighs> region. Um, but they canceled it now. They they lifted it because the game sold out so fast.
2: Wow. Well, I mean, that's, I wonder what they're going to do in the Super Bowl. Is the Super Bowl still going to be held there? Yeah. You know, you we're talking about moving it. Yeah, there's a California restriction, so I guess right. they're gonna go ahead and uh, leave it alone. Huh?
1: Yeah, they're gonna. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna happen. I hate to break it to California, but the, <laughs> this this thing is over. Okay, I know they don't want it to be over, but it's over. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> the streamers talk about uh, our draft picks. Well, so I can't wait to when we get back from break to talk about it. You know, I see the mad uh, the mad hater says uh, Leal or Walker. I'm with Leal. I mean, he's, What's he's, that? The defensive end. He's a he's a defensive end slash defensive tackle from um, from um, Texas A and I'm with I'm with him. Leal. What's his name again? Leal. Um, oh,
1: he's that. He's the D tackle. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: I can definitely see them picking him up.
1: Yeah, he's probably a mid to late first round pick, right?
2: Yep, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. Um, I love that you
2: love college football like that, man.
1: Oh, the draft stuff. Kid- kidding me? <laughs> it's the greatest, right? This is why I watch college football. Right. So I, you know, so I'm aware of these guys. You know, like I, I, I hate that whole thing. Oh, people in Philadelphia don't like college football. You know, I don't, first of all, I don't believe that. I think there are a lot of people that do. They're just not as vocal about it, right? Right? As right. you know, somebody like me or you are. But if you're not up on a little bit of college football. You know, it, it helps you become an NFL fan, a better NFL fan, because you see these players that you talked about. Yeah, you know, like Bolden from the Kansas City Chiefs, right. linebacker from Missouri.
2: Yeah, I wrote yeah. up a piece up on him, and and NBC posted it. I mean, it, it was great, man. Right, great stuff. I wish that we could do it because I mean, I can just rip it off um, YouTube, but then you know, YouTube will take. Yeah, and you know, so I I don't know what's I mean. Can you? Uh, I mean, let me ask. Uh, let me ask Xander. He knows. Yeah. Now, Xander, could we take a picture and post a picture of a player? If I broke down. Yeah. If I broke down a player.
1: I think we could post a picture.
2: If it's we could a, post a picture, then I'll do a breakdown and post a picture on why I think certain things should happen or, you know, uh, just ankle bend and pass rush moves. You know, I could talk through that type of stuff just so I could show why they would help uh, the Eagles. So let me see what he says.
1: Um, Gianluca Vasali says DeMarvin Leal is the truth.
2: He is the oh, he is the truth, man.
1: Yeah, defensive end, defensive tackle, Texas A and M. This one mock here has him going to number seventeen to the Chargers.
2: Right around the area, and I
1: said we need to pick him up. Leal was dominant to close out the twenty twenty campaign. Um,
2: he killed Alabama. Yeah. By his damn
4: self.
1: And that's an NFL offensive line he's going right. up against there, too. Yeah. Right. Right. DeMarvin Leal. That's a great name. DeMarvin. DeMarvin. yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're a connoisseur on the little things, man. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. The right. little things.
1: Yeah, he could have been Marvin Leal, but it wouldn't have yeah. had that pull to it. No, it's not Marvin. It's DeMarvin.
2: It, it, it brings you in. It right. It brings you in. So you don't forget that.
1: Right. What's no, it's name? not just Marvin. It's what? What's your DeMarvin. name, Marvin? No, DeMarvin. <laughs> I am <Da> Marvin.
2: <laughs> okay? like, the Marvin. Okay, the
1: one and only Marvin. Right, The
6: Marvin. Right.
1: <laughs> oh man, we got to take a time out, and uh, we'll be back with that mock draft. Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. Uh, one of the guys. You know, we respect a lot of guys in this business, but he's well, he's near the top. Back in right. for this.
6: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him, go for her, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
7: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. (laughs) Holy
5: shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
7: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
8: As a hardworking American,
9: field of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: all right back if uh, final half hour of the show and we're going to spend a lot of the time on the uh, Daniel Jeremiah mock draft. Um, how how many do you do, Barrett? And when will your mock draft be out? You know, I don't really do mock drafts. But I don't? just no, because I
2: because I like I, I just like to do um, what the Eagles should do. And sometimes I think I jinx myself and jinx the Eagles because they never pick who I need them to pick. Right in the in the picks that in which they are available at the time. That they should pick, that I call them to pick. They don't end up getting them, and those guys end up balling out and, and we end up looking like, you know, we said looking like trash most of the time. So okay. I think I might I may be jinxing them or something like that, man. Because this is this is it's crazy and ridiculous. Like right, you know, I keep talking about Bolton. We'd have our impact linebacker, he'd be balling right now. We mm-hmm. could have ran whatever defense we wanted to run, and Gannon wouldn't have been such a, you know, a bad D court. Well, an okay D coordinator. He'd be a good D coordinator if he um, if he had a guy like Bolden in the middle.
1: Well, let me ask you, though, because they used their second round pick on Dickerson. Would you rather have Dickerson or Bolden? Bolden. You would.
2: Yes, I would still like to get Bolden because that impact linebacker. We have one of the best offensive line coaches in the league. So they would have found somebody in there and be playing at a high level in the inside. So, I mean, I, I you know, because of that, I, I, I can, I can pretty much say that, you know, he, he finds somebody to fill well, in for Dickerson.
9: All
1: right. That's good. Because then on the, in that logic, and I'm not saying I disagree with you because that coach, he's, he's a tremendous position coach. Right. Um. Then they shouldn't draft a guard in the first round to take Brooks's spot. They should use, they should get a guy later or develop, continue developing one of their own guys.
2: Well, they have guys right. they can develop. They have guys in which they use, you know, and have came in and, 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 you know, you go at Jack Driscoll, right. Put him in at guard. He could probably play center also. It's not like they don't have guys right now to go in and play. They didn't mm-hmm. miss a beat. Right. With anybody they put in, you know, Sue Opeta played right. well, you know what I'm saying? They, they have guys that can play, you know, Sam Mallow's coming back. Right. But, I'm just thinking, and I have to think like Howie Rosen gonna think.
1: Mm.
2: He's from that old regime from um, you know, from an offensive lineman standpoint and a defensive lineman standpoint, that he's gonna build from within. He's gonna go in with and build in, in building the trenches as opposed to anywhere else. One thing for sure, one thing for certain, they're gonna get somebody that's gonna be in the trenches. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that is what it is.
1: All it right. is what it is. First pick in uh, DJ's mock draft.
2: Oh, here we now, go.
1: You know, you got to put something out there that's a little bit different than the ones that are already out there. Uh, and he does this. He has the Jaguars taking Evan Neal tackle from Alabama. Well, gotta well, help protect Trevor Lawrence. He said, Right. You gotta you
2: yeah. gotta protect your investment.
1: Yeah, you have to protect sense. your
2: investment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean to me, that's a good pick. He said Trent Baalke, the general manager, is very close with Bill Parcells who has the EVP of football ops for the Dolphins in 08 used the first overall pick on Jake Long a big physical tackle from a powerhouse program i could see balky making a similar move pretty safe pick taking a tackle from alabama too right definitely a safe pick yeah
2: but i don't know necessarily if i if i would go with him or i would go with the um
1: guy the from nc from, state
2: from nc state yeah yeah i think i like him just a little bit better a little bit more of an athlete. Man, I got so many notes here. I can't even find the guy's name.
1: Oh, Man, that, that tackle's name? Yeah. Ikem Equanu.
2: Yeah, Ikem Yep.
1: Yeah, Iquanu. I think uh, he's this- a
2: better athlete, more versatile. He could do everything. So I, I think he's a little bit better. I think Evan Neal's kind of a little stiff. Hmm. He's a little stiff. You know what I mean? He's not as fluid right? as he
1: is. Uh, Detroit with the second pick takes Hutchinson, the edge rusher from Michigan, who a lot of people think will be the number one pick. I, you know, and
2: he's by far, uh, the best pass rusher out of the best force, you know, mechanics, um, ankle bend. Right. And pass rushing moves. He's the most refined. He can come in and make an instant impact right now.
1: Now, was that a dog?
2: Yeah my little dog
1: what the hell happened
2: she barks when the big dogs start barking oh shut up no
1: (laughs) all right third pick is the texans kyle hamilton the safety from notre dame taking third
2: wow wow um i think they need more help on the offensive side of the ball but that's a that's a great pick man and he he's 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 the real deal man kyle hamilton's real he's like He's like six foot three, mm-hmm. six foot three, like 220 pounds, and a free safety. He's right. not even a boxer. He's a free safety. He can do like, everything.
1: Like Sean Taylor.
2: Box. Yeah, exactly. Like that's exactly Taylor. who he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sean Taylor played free safety, and then, you know, he could play in the box, and
1: mm-hmm. they put him
2: in the box on certain downs and rush him and everything. But that's exactly who Kyle Hamilton is.
1: Yeah. Um, rest his soul, by the yes. way. Uh, Hamilton feels like a Patriot pick. For New England South, that's what he's calling Houston, because they have uh, their front office is all from the Patriots, I guess. Right, right. Uh, big, fast, versatile, and smart—highly valued in New England. Those characteristics where Nick Cesario spent two decades honing his craft. That's
2: right. That's right.
1: Uh-huh.
8: Yeah. That's right.
2: That's a great pick for him too. And and look at all those championship teams—they always had a boss safety mm. to control to control the defense.
1: Right. Now, they haven't hired the coach yet. They haven't hired Gannon or anybody yet in Houston. (laughs) Speak it, man. Speak it. But think about it. Like, if, if this guy came from New England and was there that long, he knows the former coach for the Dolphins very well. Yep. Right? Yep. Why wouldn't he just hire him?
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's not like he did a bad job while he was there.
1: Right, but it, it makes you wonder. Lawrence like a
2: great job.
1: Well, it makes you wonder if he doesn't hire him, they know something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because well, to me, that would be a fit. It'd be
2: a great fit there. And then you might have the possibility of uh, Deshaun um, coming Deshaun back. Deshaun
1: Watson staying.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. You know, he might come back then.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Lots of things are going to happen in these next couple months. All right, <laughs> the Jets at four. Take Thibodeau from Oregon, the edge rusher.
2: Great pick. Defensive coach. Uh, they say he's the best um, rush rush ed, edge guy, but you know he hasn't. He we don't know what he's going to do yet. Mm-hmm. He you know he had like an Achilles or something. So um, is well, he going to be ready to come back? He's been preparing the whole season. I think he's back and, and running around and everything now. So his his workouts. When he does his workouts, it's going to be key for him.
1: He said, uh, "I could see Thibodeau sliding, but his blend of length and burst is impressive." He didn't play. He didn't play a lot, though, man.
2: That's the only thing that scares me about you know drafting him that high.
1: Right. He didn't play. He didn't get a lot of reps through, throughout college. So. Uh, the Giants at five take Ikem Ikwanu, tackle, NC State. Who's my That's best office alignment? Home run pick. It says yep. home run pick. Um, now, and now he'll be protected. Right. He'll be protected now for Daniel Jones. Yep. Little. They, have, they just drafted.
2: In. Yep. They they just drafted either year or a year and a half ago the Georgia um, tackle.
1: Right. He'd be on Th- one side. Andrew Thomas.
2: Yep. yep. And, yep. yep. and Then, um, uh, Iquano, whoever his name is, Iquano. Um, Iquano. He'll yeah. be. On the left side or the right side, whatever side they put them on, that kind of solidifies things on that offensive line. Yeah. They'll be competing then.
1: That's they, a problem. If they,
2: they could protect Daniel, you know, Daniel Boy might be able to do a little something.
1: Yeah, we've uh, we've been basking in the Giants' misery for many years now. <laughs> right. If they start <laughs> figuring it out with a good new, you know, general manager and coach, and you know, develop that offensive line, they could be back. Uh, the Panthers at six. Ahmad Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. How about Tall, that? Tall,
2: linky guy, Could play zone and can play uh play man to man. Yeah, I like him. Good athlete, great ball instincts. He's always where he needs to be, man, and that's what makes him a good corner.
1: Pair him. I with like his G- size. Pair him with J.C. Horn. That would be quite a back defensive backfield for Matt Rule. Think about it.
2: You can run what you
1: want to run with
2: that combination there.
1: Exactly. All right. Gi- Giants with their second pick. This is a problem, too. Devin Lloyd, linebacker, Utah.
2: Now I'm pissed. Uh-oh. Now I'm pissed. Wanted, that's, the, that's, that's who I wanted. You know, and this is before the uh linebacker from uh Dean from from, from Georgia.
1: Oh, wait till you see what happens to him. You are not gonna be happy. Devin Lloyd goes to the Giants at seven the eighth pick here we go we talked about this guy yesterday the Atlanta Falcons take Traylon Burks wide receiver Arkansas
2: great pick by them oh. another big guy
1: He's yeah six
2: three like man 6'3,
1: 225 oh. another Debo Samuel yeah how about that wow yeah he says uh Head coach Arthur Smith had success with A.J. Brown in Tennessee, but Burks is a taller version. Yes. (laughs) Extremely, incredibly strong at the catch point, and blend of speed and strength creates huge plays after the catch. Wow. I'm getting excited. Wow. All right, number nine, Denver takes Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Pitt.
2: That's gonna that's gonna upset a lot of people because if that happens,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that means that uh, a Rod stays in Green Bay.
1: The Pit product doesn't have a huge arm, but he can make all the throws. He's the and number
2: one quarterback in this draft, so and I'm he can
1: create when the pocket breaks down. He got he's got some wheels on him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah he can move around. You saw uh, the fake the
2: fake slide.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they outlawed that now, thanks to him. Number 10, rounding out the top ten, the Jets take Trent McDuffie, cornerback of Washington.
2: I don't think I, I don't like anything out of Washington as far as no, covering.
1: Me either. Budabay
2: was the last guy that, that I would have taken out of Washington. Budabay
1: right.
2: safety, he's with the Cardinals now. Yeah. He he's been legit, but everybody else has been just okay.
1: I am staying the hell out of Seattle. <laughs> period. All right. I'm not going there to, to look at prospects. I'm not going there to recruit. Forget it. They
2: couldn't cover those kids. They couldn't cover the kids from um from um uh uh I, I did a game uh what was I had? Oh my goodness. I watched all the film on them. Yeah, ball. it was
1: one of the FCS teams.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
1: was it North Dakota State?
2: No, no, no. Oh my goodness.
1: South Dakota State or no. South?
2: No, it was, oh, it was Montana. Montana. It was yes, Montana. Montana. There yeah, we go. Yeah, Montana. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't cover the receivers from Montana. They were running wide open, they were killing them.
1: At the 11th pick, the Washington football team selects Matt Corral, quarterback, Ole Miss.
2: That's a project.
1: I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have him going to Washington.
2: Yeah, that's a project. But that kid is good, man.
1: He's got a live arm and would bring some juice to the offense.
2: He's Jimmy G. That's Jimmy G, man. He's more athletic than Jimmy G, though. Yeah, he's he's a better Jimmy G.
1: Yeah. Nothing wrong Uh, with that. The Vikings, this is a guy who slid. Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback out of LSU.
2: Now, I don't – I he's the best cornerback in the draft.
1: Man to man. He yeah.
2: Play zone, aggressive, playmaker. I think he would go before the kid from Cincinnati. Well, apparently there are like
1: concerns about his inconsistent effort and play strength.
2: Mm. He's been, he's been that dude since his college career started. Yeah. He came in as a freshman and started.
1: Right. He was tremendous as a freshman, but since <laughs> yeah. then he hasn't been that good is what he's basically saying. That whole you team watched, hasn't been that good. If you watched him over the last two seasons, though, you'd probably think he was a borderline ha- uh, first rounder. Mm-hmm. But if you saw him as a freshman, you'd think he's a lock to go in the top five. <laughs> so that's basically he's agreeing with you. Uh, the Browns take – Trayvon Walker, edge rusher, Georgia at 13. Wow. Some of the
2: embarrassment of riches. Uh, (laughs)
1: The the stream. The the edge. Yeah, there were some people on the stream during the week that liked that Trayvon Walker. Yes. Right?
2: Walker's good, man. Yeah. Really good.
1: Dude, Georgia's just – I mean, they're all pros on Georgia's defense. It's incredible. (laughs) The Ravens at 14. This is a guy you like. Offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning.
2: Bro, he is a ball, a hard nosed kid. He's like, he's like the kid from um, he's like a sheriff from um Washington.
1: Sheriff, sure. yeah, right. Really, nasty. really
2: nasty. Yeah, you know, I mean he's he'll play guard. Yeah, he'll play guard for him. Mm-hmm. But he would he he's he's one of those guys, man, fundamentally sound, come in there every single play and just whoop the guy in front of him, man. Just whoop yeah. him. You won't you won't hear anything but him whooping him.
1: Yeah. He ain't talking or doing nothing, but just right. whooping his tail every Sounds single time. Sounds like play. a guy that could play for me. No question. No doubt. No about. Question. Just a no nasty plan. dude.
2: Like, like he, he, he hes like a Dick—a smaller Dickerson.
1: Okay, that's All what right. he is. All right. Now the Eagles' first pick in the Daniel Jeremiah mock draft: edge rusher George Karloftis from Purdue. You love it. Great pick. Great pick.
2: He plays the run. <laughs> he can play the pass. I mean, he, he's got great ankle bend. Mm-hmm. High effort guy. You, you're not going to ask, you not you'll have to ask him to slow down. That's how that player he is. Okay. You're going to have to literally rip him off the field to stop him from going full speed. I, I, I love that kid, man. He, he says, do everything.
1: he says he wishes he were longer, but I love his leverage and power as a rusher.
2: And he was killing guys um, throughout the, you know, throughout the year. Mm-hmm. His speed, the bull is great. He just, you know, he, he never lets a, an officer lineman pull him in close. So mm-hmm. he can hold him. He doesn't allow it to happen. He plays away from them, works his hands, gets at the field, plays with the levers, can turn the corner, you know, almost, you know, parallel to the ground. Great move. Right. All right, Daniel, appreciate it.
1: All right. Now, 16, Eagles select wide That's receiver I mean. Drake London what? from USC.
2: <laughs> Bam. I love it both, man. I love both picks. I, All I, right. I like that.
1: Well, I mean, okay. I like it for, too.
2: Six foot five, 220 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Big
1: catch Mike, radius.
2: Mike Evans-esque. Mike Evans-esque.
1: Okay. I like it, but don't you want a veteran in there as wide receiver uh, instead of using another first-round pick? Uh, I mean, there's a I bunch do. of attractive names that are going to be available.
2: I do, but I still want him also. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: OK, I still All want right. him also. Yeah. All right. He says, um, London reminds me of Mike Williams coming out of Clemson. Of course, Mike yes. Williams with he's one of those guys that's going to be available in free agency, possibly with the Chargers. Right.
2: Chargers, yeah.
1: Uh, he says it's almost impossible to overthrow him and he dominates 50 50 balls.
2: We need that guy. Yeah, that's a guy that Jalen, if he's in trouble, he can just throw it up to him. Right. We don't have that. Alshon used to be that guy for us. How many times did you see um you know foals just throw it up. Uh uh-huh. like, my has got it. I'm just going to throw it up to him. used just go get it. Great right. pick. Great pick.
1: All right. Now let's I'm see good with what's it. the stream saying, Barrett. I have got the uh something else up on my screen. I'm not even looking at it. How are well, they how are they, how are they they reacting?
2: Eagles, uh Marianne Johnson says uh Eagles will get a premium wide receiver in free agency and draft one early. Hmm. She was right about that. That's what it, that's what Daniel says. All right, All right. Well, yeah, you're right.
1: All right, Saints at 18, take Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. Oh, I love that guy. Me too. Speed. Yep. Um,
2: I, I love how he plays because, you know, he he, he runs crisp routes, you know what I'm
1: saying,
9: In, mm-hmm.
2: intentful routes. You know, he intends to be where he's supposed to be and, and, and get there regardless of what's going on around him. Right. If he's got to stop. He's going to press, going to climb the um D.B., and a turnaround and for the stop and, and and create that separation just from his route running yeah that's a good pick for them he's
1: definitely the best of the three wide receivers at oh, ohio, yeah. state, ohio state right yep. uh and he says here the Saints love shopping at Ohio State
2: <laughs> they do
1: <laughs> they do Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins yeah was not Michael My- Thomas from Michael there? Thomas and <laughs> uh the, the the cornerback they took uh, uh Lattimore yeah <laughs> yeah okay uh the Eagles at nineteen my linebacker, uh, uh-uh. uh,
2: Dean is not off the board yet.
1: Kenyon Green, oh, offensive no. guard, Texas A&M. I love him. I love oh. him.
2: He's a baller. I love him. Oh. But I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather get, I'd rather get a linebacker. Dean oh. is not off the board yet. I know. Dean from, from, from Georgia. I know. Bro, I, if he's not, I would be so pissed if they did this.
1: Oh, you're gonna be irate in about two minutes.
2: I will be so pissed if this happens.
1: All right, if at they twenty, go
2: King Green, I'd
1: be at, pissed. At twenty, the Steelers take Charles Cross, tackle Mississippi State.
2: Good pick for him. He's yeah. the he's the third best tackle in the draft.
1: Not Christopher Cross.
2: <laughs> Make you jump or Randy it. Cross
1: <laughs> or Holy Cross. <laughs> All right, number twenty-one. The Patriots select the big dude. From Georgia, Jordan Davis.
2: That, that's, that's a great pick for him. They run a 3-4. You need that Ro- Root Hall guy just sitting there.
1: <laughs> he is a Root Hall Oh,
2: man. <laughs> he, get, he Once he gets going one direction, you're not stopping him from going from that direction. Unless right. he wants to stop.
1: He goes, think back to Win- Vince Wilfork. Yes. Yeah. Davis yes. would team up with Christian Barmore to dominate oh. against the run and provide a pocket push against the pass. Yeah. All right, Raiders at twenty-two. This is a very Raiders pick. Chris Alave, wide receiver, Ohio State.
2: That's that's exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Exactly what they want. He'll fit in that system too.
1: Right. Exactly
2: what they need. Somebody's gonna take it deep. That's yep. all.
1: <laughs> yep. All right, the Cardinals twenty-three, edge rusher David Ojbo, Michigan.
2: He, he, I love him because he's six foot five. 255 pounds Mm
6: -hmm.
2: but i think he's more so a linebacker than a defensive end now with the eagles the reason why i say he wouldn't work with the eagles and but if they did get him i wouldn't mind he would have to gain some weight because he's only like 250 255 Mm -hmm. so he's like a he's like a linebacker on a 3-4 system so they run a 3-4 system where a guy has to you know play to run but also he's a pass rusher but he's going to be like a Sam linebacker as opposed to being a, um, a defensive end. He's going to be a defensive end only on passing downs.
9: Hmm. But
2: other than that, he's going to be a linebacker type of player.
9: All right.
1: Now we're going to continue on here because the Dallas Cowboys are on the clock, Barrett, at number 24. And they select linebacker, Nicole Dean from man. Georgia.
2: Stop, man! (laughs) I swear to God, that just blew my high. Yeah, left my weekend up, man.
1: You You gotta, you gotta text, you gotta tweet uh, Daniel Jeremiah and tell him that he ruined your weekend.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I would text
1: him. You blew my
2: high with the Dallas pick. Yep. Come on, man. landing
1: Dean this low would be a steal for the Cowboys. It would free him up to use Micah Parsons more on the edge as a pass rusher.
2: It'd be ridiculous how good that defense
1: would be. He oozes instincts and playmaking. Oh, Ooh, oozes, yes, he's oozing. <laughs> not a little oozy vert.
2: No, and I am saying Dean is not off the board yet. Right, and that'll be that'll be that'll be so Dallas esque. Right, with the Eagles being so stupid and going to get. See now, now would now would go. he
1: take Vander Esch's position?
2: No, or does play, he
1: play elsewhere?
2: No, he plays on the field with Vander Esch.
1: Because Vander Esch is up for a contract, in other words, they might not sign him.
2: They'll, but he still got one more one more year left on his deal.
1: Oh, he does. Oh, so, yes. Oh, so okay. Both of
2: those two would be on the field at the same time.
1: Okay. All right. One would
2: be the Mike, and one would be the Will. My now, name. Mike and Will stay on the field even on um, on nickel down. On, um, on nickel downs when they go dime. They go dime. They'll probably leave Dean on the field and take him off then. When they only just have one linebacker, but those two will be on the field the entire game. And they would put um, they would put uh, Michael Parsons at defensive end. Okay, and he would just wreak havoc wherever he went.
1: <laughs> this stream, this mock sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst mock I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's just hilarious! All right, let's go. Uh, Buffalo takes Kyler Gordon, cornerback of Washington. Ew, ew, <laughs> right? Another right, Husky. Right. Uh, The Titans at 26, Quay Walker, Georgia. Not Clay Walker, Quay Quay. Walker. He's good, though, man. He's he's a a,
2: a good pick, too.
1: Um, 27, the Buccaneers take Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. Speed. Speed for days. Right where he takes uh, Godwin's spot.
2: That's that's, that's who he is. Same
4: school and everything. Right,
1: right. How about that? All right, here you go. Here's another one of your guys. Defensive tackle Devontae Wyatt from Georgia goes to the Packers at 28.
2: He's actually better than the other guy.
1: He's, He's better than the big guy that New England took, Yeah, right? Wyatt yeah. was the
2: most consistent guy. He was the leader on that uh, defense. He was the leader on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. He's the one that wreaked all the havoc. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, The other guy got a lot of – just because he he ran after the quarterback like three times and, and everybody saw how fast he was. Right. But throughout the game, it was Wyatt that made most of the plays.
1: Interesting. Tyler Linderbaum goes to the Bengals. That makes too much sense.
2: Great, great pick for them, man. Just start from the middle. You know, put him in there. He'll play for 10 years there.
1: Right. Daniel Falalele, offensive tackle from Minnesota, goes to the Dolphins.
2: You know, I haven't watched much film on them. I haven't watched. I got to check him out.
1: He's 6'9", 380. I think one of the uh, guys on the stream brought him up a couple weeks ago. And asked about him, and now oh, he looked yeah, him Oh, yes, still have yeah, see, I
2: Remember? still. Remember? Yeah, yep, yep.
1: Because yep. I looked him up, and I'm like Barrett, this guy's six foot nine. <laughs> right, six nine three eighty. Wow, yeah. that's bigger than my Lotta.
2: That's um, that's probably that's that's bigger than um, uh, than than a guy I played with um, played at Wisconsin, Big Gibby, Aaron Gibson.
1: Oh yeah, I'm
2: Aaron Gibson's six foot
1: eight. Yeah, Detroit takes nine. Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty.
2: Good pick for
1: them. At 31, I think it's a pretty good pick.
2: That's a real good pick.
1: And then the Chiefs at 32, rounding out the first round, take Jamison Williams from Bama, wide receiver. Oh, my goodness. So much speed. Speed for days. God damn, they got a relay. They got an Olympic (laughs) relay team in that wide receiver. Hey, you can see Big Red. Yeah,
2: um, we picked up Williams. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Um, yeah. Right. He's a
0: good
1: player. I mean, think about it. They got they got Hardman, uh, oh, the Cheetah, Williams, kills, and Pringle. Williams. And Pringle. Oh my goodness. I mean, who's handed the baton to who? Who's the <laughs> who's the who's the fourth leg of that relay? Yeah, it, the cheetah, right? You yeah, right, right. Last. He'll be the the fourth leg. He's man. in the anchor position. Oh right. man.
2: So you all you would have to do is just put Jamison Williams. He's just, he's the guy to go get out there first.
1: Right, he's first. The
2: corner, then Pringle, and then then, then McCoy, uh, uh Hardman. Okay, well, you Hardman. Put, you put
1: your weak link usually third because I was the weak link in the two mile relay. What we we went to states <laughs> and finished fifth, but I, I was mean, the, I was the slowest guy of the four. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he put Pringle there.
1: Then. Yeah, yeah, right. That's Pringle. So you go Williams, Hardman, Pringle, and then the cheetah in the in the oh, anchor man. spot. Holy shit.
2: That win Olympics. That yeah, that would win in Olympic yeah. times, bro. That'd be oh, Olympic times there.
1: That, that's pretty good. So the, the stream hates the this mock draft.
2: Right, I love right, it. right, right, I love it. Well, there's some somebody says, uh, does Barrett not understand it's a mock what mock draft means? Yes, I know what mock draft means. <laughs> We're just totally talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just giving you draft analysis. I just hate everything Dallas does, when they, especially when they get a pick that's better than ours.
1: Yeah. Gianluca Vasali. Yeah, this mock sucks. <laughs> You're right. Hur- hurts to win 21. Worst mock ever. Um, double O says another wide receiver. Fire Howie. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah always has horrible mock drafts, says Dion Walker.
2: I love 007. Oh, great. Another wide receiver, Fire Harry. He's great. <laughs> Fire Howie. Fire Howie, yeah, not Fire Harry.
1: Howie. <laughs> oh, all right. Now, um, Xander, do you have the video of uh, what went on last night down at the Sixers game? You were watching the Sixers game against yeah, the did. Lakers, right? I saw
2: that. I saw they
1: whipped that. up on the Lakers. Of course, no LeBron. You know, people buying LeBron, these tickets LeBron. to go see LeBron play, and he doesn't play. Uh, and the Embiid the, was incredible again, uh, but there was a, a situation late in the game involving Carmelo Anthony and a fan that was sitting down by the court uh, near the courtside. Barrett, they threw the fan out, and I understand he was on uh, WIP this morning and explained that all you know basically all he said was he called him like a little boy or something. Here's here's some of the video. This is from Crossing Broad. <laughs>
3: There's Carmelo. <laughs> That's it. Now, they, he called him soft,
1: and he basically said he's like a little boy, and they well, threw him out.
2: Well, I, all I'm going to say is this. And I get it. We have passionate fans. They're gonna talk stuff. But does he not realize if he got caught outside of that arena?
5: Mm-hmm. He's saying
2: it right then and there. You know what I'm saying? You right. can't call nobody soft, a little boy outside of that arena.
1: Right, right, And right. that's
2: all I'm saying is you can't just say whatever you want to say to somebody. Yeah, but unless I mean that's you want not. To face the
1: well, right, but that's not bad trash. That's trash talk.
2: It is trash talking, but I'm, yeah. it, I'm. That's what. That's that's the way the player was looking at it.
1: Yeah, but I I know, but they threw him out, the, like the, the See, Wells Fargo a, people threw well, him I out. I
2: saw that, and I I thought that wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying?
1: What that that he, that he got thrown out? Yeah. That he got thrown out. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know our fans.
1: I mean, in order to get thrown out, I think you got to do, do something pretty nasty.
2: Yeah, you got to say yeah. something, you know, racial or you know, say something derogatory. But just saying you soft and you are a little boy. I can't see him getting thrown out for that. Right. But I also can't see him saying that outside of that, you know, arena. Right. Now, if, he, now if I got, if, if if he confronted me about it, if he said it and I wouldn't confronted him. Yeah. I just make him shut the hell up, but I wouldn't kick <laughs> him out. You know what <laughs>
1: I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh man. Now, um, did you see Shaq took uh, Ben Simmons to task?
2: No, he didn't. I didn't see that.
1: This must've happened last night too. He was talking about Embiid and and Simmons and Shaq says the difference between Embiid and his soft partner is he can take criticism without being a crybaby. Great players get criticized, but great players also step up to the criticism and perform. So this other guy, I don't respect him. Oh, we got it right here. It was it.
5: Stay on big guys because I care about them. I want them to play a certain way. I want them to play at a certain level. <clears throat> the difference between him and his soft partner is he could take criticism without being a crybaby and he still wants to play. Because me and Charles, we've been on him. We stay on him. We tell him to his face what he need to do. He didn't cry. He didn't say I want to be traded. He didn't you know, complain about mistreatment. And that's the difference. That's why I like and respect him. The other guy I don't respect, I've been thinking about it. You're missing a whole season because they ask your coach a question, can we win without you? And your coach gave a funny answer. That should tell you you need to get in, in the summertime and work on your game. You don't think I, I haven't been criticized by you guys and Stephen A. You don't think I haven't you know have been criticized by L.A. media, New York media. Great players get criticized, but the great players also step up to the criticism and perform. So this other guy, I don't respect him. I would get rid of him. I yes,
1: love sir. that. I love that. Yes,
2: sir. It, oh. it is, that's in a nutshell, man. I mean, so great. Remember when they, remember they got on a B for that?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And B took it. It's like two years ago. Yeah, he was like, you
2: know, I I mean, they're talking about me. You know, I'm I'm not going to worry about it. If i got to work or something, I'm going to work at it. And what does he do?
1: Oh, they
3: criticize
1: me. uh... (laughs) (laughs) I love love him. And he came back with a vengeance. I know. All right, man, we're out of time. We actually gave you some overtime today. A couple (laughs) minutes overtime. Barrett got so excited about this mock draft, and uh, the stream hated it. But we'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the football.
9: Of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
5: Seven, three. One, two, three. Because
9: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for 249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.